This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good evening and welcome to Celtic Rumours TV, episode number... 145 uh, Boys and Bovril podcast with myself, Mark. Tonight we've got Big Jerry joining us. Parents uh, might be coming on later on, and Bobby might be coming on as well. Um, we've got 800 subs, I noticed just before we went live. So that's we've got the 800 sub marks. So thanks very much to everybody that subbed days. We really appreciate that. Never thought we thought it took us years upon years to get anywhere near these kind of numbers. So we really do appreciate everybody that subs in and listens in. The links to everything's in the description box below, uh, to our Discord, our forum and everything. Everybody's more than welcome to join in on stuff like that. We're into our seventh year now collecting for the local Hamilton Food Bank. The local Hamilton Food Bank. Uh, so the link for that's in the description box as well. We're, I think we've, we've got nearly had the £500, mark, £500 mark in it already, so that's fantastic to everybody who's chipped in there. We appreciate that as well. I'll definitely shout Obviously, Paul, Paul's still on the injury, injured table. Terence maybe coming on old Tim Aloy, Richie, a Glasgow Green, Mikey. And we shout out to one of the guys that used to post in the forum, Tompo88. Uh, just been heard before we come on here that he lost his dad on Saturday there. So condolences, Tompo. I know that, that must, that's how tough that is, mate. So we're all rooting for you that you get through it all right, mate. And God bless you. And RIP your dad, son. Uh, who have we got in already then? Liam, nice to see you again. Liam Brown as well. Martin, nice to see you, Martin. Rock bags, nice to see you, Hen. Well, we'll just go. Absolute gut at that performance last night. Derry, what do you think? Oh, doesn't begin to describe it, buddy. Um, normally I'll go back and watch the highlights after watching the game and uh, I, I couldn't be bothered. Just turned the, turned the TV off and went to my bed and thought to myself, where do we go from here? Um, don't know how we can sum it up. But obviously, we all know it was never a sending off. Never in a month of Sundays was it a sending off. Um, but we need to stop complaining about uh, the way teams operate against us in Europe and maybe start start doing it ourselves. We're always mumping and moaning about now players rolling about and the way teams act and all the rest of it. I, I, I think it's atrocious the way some of these teams act, but we kind of keep being naive. I think we need to screw the nut a wee bit and start start doing it ourselves. I mean, I wouldn't, a I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't like to see us going to full extent and be like what oh. we, we see Atletico Madrid that way. I, keep, I put no. it in live chat last night. I could be a bit cuter about things. Aye, d- d- definitely. It's a wee bit more streetwise, but I mean, the way they roll about and all their, I mean, when you've seen their manager and half the bench rushing off trying to get somebody a, a card, you've seen it before, you, uh, before that, uh, there was an incident and you've seen Simeone uh, try to gesture to get somebody booked. I think that's pathetic and I can't stand it. But uh, see I, the, can't stick the, that. I, I hate it, but see at the end of the day, see if it's going to help us progress. I know it's you never want to stoop to these teams' levels. Um you want to be above them. 
But we kind of keep complaining time after time after time that all these teams are doing the exact same things and we do nothing about it. It's, um... it's just, and it is because, I mean, it's just we did. Evening, Michelle. Thanks for coming in. Pulse boy, nice to see you again, mate. It is, the, the way, it's not, I mean, it's not just Celtic fans that look at these other teams that play that way. It's, I mean, all the, everybody else outside these teams, even other teams that play that way, going about yep. other teams that play that way. Uh, at that level, is it as you're saying there, Jerry? Is it just something that's part and parcel of the game at that level, and we need to try and work, work into using it to our, our advantage the way some other teams do? As I said, I don't like to become a pure scumbag team, no, but just be a wee bit more cuter. If there is a touch on you in the box, I you maybe you're doing a bit easy, but yep. in if you're still getting touched, you're still a fail, and if that goes to VAR, the ref's going to see that the, the defender or whoever's touched you and made you get in. I mean, I used to think when you seen some of these players rolling about the ground and all the rest, it is as if they'd been shot, and then two seconds later they're sprinting for a ball. You'd be thinking to yourself, really, get a grip. But uh, you would be hoping that the referee would be kind of wise to it as well and think, realise, well, he was all right. He was lying down two seconds ago and now he's running for a, a ball. The next time that kind of happens, he's not going to be naive. Granted, like I, even this... no, I even noticed the other week, I can't even mean two we were playing, but it was in Scotland, it was a Scottish game, I'm sure. And it was like a, it was a heat knock, but it was it wasn't a bad heat knock. But the guy was refusing to gaff. But after lying there, he'll take the treatment. But he was refusing to gaff to get put back onto the pitch. Aye, aye, I know. It's um, it's it's not as bad obviously in Scotland. It's more Europe. You you notice these things. I mean, when the, when the, you start to get the foreign influx down south, you notice that you were you're always screaming at them, rolling about the ground and telling them to get up. And uh, you know what to be associated with that. But it's becoming more and more. I mean, look, look for take the weekend, for example. You all did not remember it was Klinsman that kind of brought it into the English game. Aye, okay. Do you know what I mean? The, I mean the celebrations he used to do the diving bit and all. Aye, I love salt ones. But look at the weekend. Uh, Og is up for that challenge, and they're 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 blown for a, a free kick. It's it's going to end up a non-contact sport. Uh, you can't touch him there, you're other going down. Um, the we'll start off with a goal. I mean. That's another thing that's come in for Europe. See these the keepers want to punch the ball instead of just catching it. You're looking for your keeper to come out and catch it, um, especially the height that was it, and he, he punches it out rather than just catch it. Takes the the, the pressure off his defence and lets us regroup and start again. Punches it out, and then we lose an unfortunate, uh, a decent strike. I still, you could be a wee bit McGregor, critical of heart down. McGregor could have done better as well with the head out the head out right enough. Aye, aye. The, the ball's been knocked into a, a silly area. Uh, it's a dangerous area it's been knocked back into. But then I was critical uh, a couple of weeks ago of David Marshall um, watching him. I, don't, I think it was against the Monkeys with some of the no getting down early enough. I just I know that ball was going away from Hart, but, it, but it, I thought to myself, could you maybe I got that? I know it's hard. It's, I was looking behind goals and you're, you're armchair fan. It's easy to say, I used to go is, this or should have done that. But is that the age thing coming into it again? Uh, just at, at that age, he's he's, just, he's been over a t- I've said I keep saying he's been over a tipping point. Like McGregor done over at Ibrooks. I, I mean, he was pulling him out of this, but he pulled him out of the mire for years. We saves in that, but it was a massive, massive drop off for him. Do you know what I mean? I think I think Hearts one that went the same way. I was. Um... Listen, we one old father team catches up, and there's no you can't stop it when it catches you. It catches you. He's been do, he's doing fantastic. But last night, 
uh, you're, when we're getting battered for pillar to post, you're, you were just waiting for the, that 70 million to come off the bench um, and, and pull you out a hole, but it never happened. You think to yourself, see we spent some of that money on a, a decent keeper and need a CLF back and a striker. Where, where would you be? Rather than that 70 million sitting in the, the bank looking fantastic. It's no use there when your team in the parts getting hammered. Uh, these results in Europe can happen. They can mean, look, over the years with PSG and Barca and all the rest of it, some of the teams, Roma, uh, even took a doing. But last night, uh, the minute Maida went off, we all, we all kind of feared the worst. It was backs to the wall and then white flag was out. Okay, I mean, Maida, I mean, he is, evening Mark McDonald, thanks very much for coming in, nice to see you. It is, Maida, I've said it before, it doesn't really add much, but what he does add is he keeps our defence, the opposition defence on their toes. He's always yep. an out ball there, he's always he's always Aye. harassing them and stuff like that. So, for the football side, it's no a big loss to it, but tactical-wise, it's a big, big, big loss to take to lose Majida so early in the game. Aye, de- definitely. You said, after that, it was an uphill struggle all, all night, and I mean, Ian McGregor, I thought McGregor was really, really, really poor. I don't know. I was actually, I was actually surprised. No surprise. I was actually pleased to see him getting subbed. I thought to Aye. myself, that's it's no before time. Um, but it was. I know it sounds daft saying it, but uh, I was glad to see him getting subbed. I think myself, well, maybe I'll realise that he does need to take he pick his game up a wee bit. Um, but it doesn't help the way we know that he's not a defensive mid. We know he's not. In, I know. Playing teams like that, yeah, we were good over there. We were all. I mean, I was started to buy into the nonsense of overdue a, a good European win and all that, or a, a victory over by, um, and I was hoping for it. But it was always going to be a tough, tough ask going over there because regardless, they are a good team. So it was always going to be a hard, hard game. So I, I don't know if we're, uh, I don't know how Rogers and that will be feeling this morning. I think he was going to, you'll uh, see that the we, we have made improvements. Uh, in Europe, however, we've got a long, long way to go before we can uh, think again over to places like that and compete. We've, we, we, the other thing is, we've been rotten for decades now in a, away from home in Europe. We've had either a decent, or, or decent win here and there, but by and large, we've, we've been poor. Oh, I mean, you're going back to Gordon Stratton times, last time we actually. Well, obviously, we beat Barcelona with Lenin and stuff, and Lenin goes to the last 16, but they were kind of shocks, to be honest, you know what I mean? But even I keep back, hey, aye, aye. But I keep going back to Jerry is, it used to be a fortress park, aye. you know I what I mean? And it's, it's no like that anymore. No, it's a carnival. Even, evening, Greg, evening, nice to see you. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's teams look forward to coming playing at Parkhead. It's a good experience and all that, and I get the good chance that some of the, some of our fans will clap them off the park if they play really well. We we, we should be wanting them to come there, or want them to come there, shitting ourselves, no no Aye. no looking forward to coming there. Um, but and I've, I've said this before in the podcast, and I don't know people maybe be a bit upset about it, but for the actual hostility atmosphere for European games, Ibrox put Celtic Park to shame. Oh, I couldn't praise them for anything, Greg. No, uh, but, I'm, Mark, I, but I'm talking. No, but I'm talking about. I'm actually praising them for being that, for being, na- for being nasty. If you get what I mean, that. Aye, aye, no, like, I, 
I'm not wanting to go full on Turkish way to touch yep. that carry on, but as you said, it's a, it's like a carnival when they come to Celtic Park. It's all a great atmosphere, and you know, I love playing there. You don't you want players to say it's something of atmosphere and it's good playing a bit off. It's scary. Aye. You want them yep. to be like that. They want them to, and that's what I mean. I think players take get into the, the Ibrox atmosphere and it, it makes them apprehensive. And so why, I can't because I'm honestly can't understand why they've had so they've had the results in Europe they've had, and that's Aye, maybe they, what I put it, didn't he? I can't say that I've watched an awful lot of them in Europe, but some of the results they've got, Mark, unreal. Aye, uh, and they they can't just be jammy all the time. I mean, I know they're not a good team. They aren't, they aren't a, a great team. But um, I don't know. There's, they they they're eleven men behind the ball, but it works. They've got to two European finals in the last however many years. Um, I don't know. It's it's one of the ones. It's are you happier going with eleven men behind the ball and doing something, or are you happy trying to play football and get beat? That's that's the thing. Um, it's, it's, well, did Martin and Neil Gordon start and go eleven men behind the ball? I know it's I've never been back twenty year time and fit has changed a lot, but I'm just just be a bit more pragmatic. Even if it is even if it is tweaking your formation and going four, two, three, one or whatever something and get a proper CDM CDM in there beside McGregor. Yeah. There's got to, there's, there's got to be I mean the money, even before we actually get deep into the kind of side of the money, even in Greg, I don't know if I said to all right here, nice to see you again, Greg. But Surely Brendan Rodgers has got the tactical know-how to just know how to even tighten things up and still have that. I mean, it's like we used to use Samaras as our outball, you know what Aye. I mean? Because he was big and he had a bit of pace about him. Well, Magida's he's not big, but he's got a bit of pace about him. So he, there, that could be the outball if you're just to keep it tight. And, do you know what I mean? It's just, I don't think we're that far away from it, but I think yeah. it's plenty the tactics and as we said, a couple of players could make all the difference in the right positions. Well, see, that's the thing. We're talking about tactics, formations. Has he got the players that he wants to play the formation that he wants? Now, if I'd, we were all we, we said at the pod the other night, we were hoping they would throw a curveball with the formation and the setup. I mean, four three three is fine for uh, playing at home, but. Playing a playing away from home in Europe against a team like that, it's it's a big ask. We would have to have been perfect, um, and they would have probably had to have an off night for us to actually do something uh, away from home. But if we maybe throw a curveball, we're playing the three five two or that the, the uh, four two three one. Um, it maybe have it have gave them something to think about. But they 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 opened up the way that we opened up against them. They went from the, the first whistle, uh, it was Harry, 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 and they, they knew how they were going to play. We were, we were a wee bit too slow in uh, getting the ball under control. And as I said before the other night, Griezmann, as I said that one here the other night, he didn't have a wonderful player. Aye. He was everywhere. He was left, right, up front, tracking back, defence. He's, uh, he's a wonder, wonderful player. Um, that, I, I mean, we're never going to get a player of that calibre, but no. for me, that that's the type of player that we need to kind of try and sign, like a Kate, like a Lubo. Like, I mean, that last night, I mean, Kyogo. Where did Kyogo do? Uh, he was the only one, but no, he was. No, no, was but I know. But, but I mean, see if you, you go and put somebody like Henrik Larson in that like, game, he'll come looking for the ball. And, do you know what I mean? I try to make things happen. Aye. 
Yogo doesn't yeah. come looking for the ball to hold it up, and that's what you need at that level as well. Because if you're get, getting the ball up to up to your and about their penalty box, you're you're waiting. You need somebody's going to hold it up to let the midfield come up to support you because they've been back defending, so they need to get up the pitch. And Kyogo's right. just that's just no part of his game. Evening, Des. Nice to see you again, mate. Thanks for no, coming in. But, but... I know that uh, the other night you had said that you'd quite fancied uh, O and I think a couple of other folk in the chat had said that O would be a different alternative because uh, we might even Bobby be talking about Witzel, how he's not a centre half. Um, I was hoping maybe Kyogo would pull him out, but Bobby was saying, no, it maybe be better for O to be the out ball to hold it up and bring us into the game. It's all spots and maybes now, but um, it's got to be a lesson learned and it's got to show our board exactly where we're at and how we we, we improve. Talking about Joe Hart, did, did you see? I don't even know what goal it was. It was that many of them. The one that he tried to save when he was actually in the goal. Aye, 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 aye. I think it happened twice. He was in the Mate. goal. Aye. That's, that's really, really poor. Yep, yep, yep. I know. The one, I've, the one I've seen, the one I've seen, it would have been easier for him to go and actually try and block the angle of the shot. But he's went back the way and. Aye. He's in the net, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, we see it every week. We do need, we need a new number one. Aye, and I'm not, I'm not putting all that blame on Joe Hart last night either. Do you know what I mean? Because we could name umpteen players that did they have great games last night. I even nah, thought, thought Carter Vickers was poor last night. Aye, there was, there was none of them. It was just it was one of the nights. I think you just need to write it off and say, look, uh, it was a bad night all round. Uh, we've got two two other games, so no good. We, we, we just need to try and show up. Um, and do our best in them and just put last night is a a bad night. But we might Mikey Mikey Johnson and James Forrest on the wings. <sighs> no. No thanks. Uh, no thanks. Tom was banned, didn't he? Aye. Aye. But but he didn't ban. I know. But you're hoping. So James James A. Forrest will be starting their next European game. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't surprise me if he scored. There I'll say that. I wouldn't it would not surprise me in the slightest if he scored. Aye, oh no, hey, best of luck. Hope, hopefully, but no, for uh, for me, well, obviously, the boys that came on. I mean, I seen people saying about the the substitutions at half time. What did you think from yourself? I I, I thought uh, Matt O'Reilly was a bit leggy. He just looked kind of off the boil last night. Ah, uh, he was the he was the like doing what we kind of expect, trying to kind of stamp authority on the Aye. midfield, but no. They had done their homework on us, that's for sure. Oh, but they, I mean, Rod, the red here was a massive party, it was, but I mean, I give them their due, they'd done their homework and they kind of knew exactly, they knew exactly who we were going to set up and how we were going to play. Aye. Even, um, even in Bobby 1962, thanks very yeah. much for coming in again, mate, nice to see you, pal. They, they were over the moon uh, when Maida got that uh, sending off, and rightly so, because they knew... Uh, with his pace and getting down that wing in the out ball, he is for us. Uh, is is a, is a fantastic asset. Um, there was one that nearly got slipped through. It was like, uh, I think the, the centre half had made a great slide and tackle to stop the ball going through. But it's um, it's the same old, same old. We could go right through the whole team. After after the sending off, um, it was backs against the wall. Yeah, she'll, she'll say and think it's time to just concentrate in the league, well, the Champions League. 
I mean, I've said that for years as well. And I'll watch, I'll watch my language because obviously Rockbag is sitting in this shell's a, a female. But I would mean, Celtic now, because fans are like that, oh, but think of the money. Think it. So a Celtic just like some old prostitute that just turns up, does what they need to do to get paid and then goes away home and forget about it. I because I, it's all right getting these millions and millions, but we're sitting with 70 million pounds in the bank and we're, we're sitting there knowing how desperate we were for players. But yep. would, would any, any, excuse me, any sitting listening there, would you, would you moan if it went out and the, the figures came out and says, oh, we've only got 50 million pounds in the bank, but we bought that Croatian goalkeeper and we bought that Teddy. Yep. We would be, oh, that's shite, we should have kept that money and kept it in the bank. No, I mean, come, come the end, these next figures, and I mean, I don't doubt we're going to win the league and get this automatic place next season. And that's eight games. We'll get eight games next season of the Champions League. Yep. It goes on, and it goes on to January. Aye. Aye, we're going to get serious amounts of money for, for being in it, but. What use is the money if you're not going aye. to put it into the team? That's the thing. There's aye, there's no, no point. I really can't understand that. No, it's sitting looking at the banks, not going to uh, help the team progress. Um, them over the road have always kind of like they would they would have spent every last penny they had, and you know, obviously, you don't want to get down that route. However, you're not asking them to spend every every single penny, but just show a wee a level of ambition. Um, we can keep signing. Listen, any it doesn't matter how much a player costs, it's always a gamble. But we can't just keep signing two or three million pound projects and hoping that that's going to be enough to try and help us progress in Europe. Um, because I will probably help be enough to win as the league. But if that's going to be our level of ambition, then I think the board really need to kind of wake up um, and realise that we have we have got the we have got the chance to. Do something. No, I'm not saying go away, but you're you're to try and get into the latter stages after Christmas at least to try to try and um, to try and push the team on a wee well, bit. We'll see after next season with this automatic automatic place automatic qualification thing. I think the year after that we're back to like the, the winners of the Scottish League need to qualify. That's us back there right. in the mire. Do you know what I mean? In yep. the mean terms, we're talking earlier on. And see once that coefficient is going to be a low start place, I'll be I'll be surprised. I honestly will be surprised if we ever see a Scottish team in the Champions League again, unless the coefficient hang is up or we get a really, really lucky draws and these kind of qualifiers that we'll need to get into. Right. I'm no I'm no hundred percent on that uh, coefficient stuff. But it comes back to see if we're winning uh, a few games and putting on points on the board, it's boosting the coefficient again. So it's increasing our chances of getting back into it uh, automatically. I know I think it's levelled out after is it every five years it's done. Aye, aye. And it's all teams in, in Europe. But um, it's, it's only going to help our own cause by uh, investing in the team and yes, trying to get extra think... points on the board. I think next season, I, I think it's the end of January the Champions League runs to. What, the format for next year? Aye, aye. So, aye I mean, they're, they don't drop, they're none of this dropping down to the Europa League or anything like that anymore. No. I saw out the window, you know, you play eight games and I, I don't, I'm not actually sure how it, where it works after that. As soon as I just saw that the day, I thought, oh, God, man. 
Imagine eight, eight, eight games you lost. Oh, I don't know if I was a fan the of that. Sector, the sector was heavy last night, but went because we thought the last couple of games against Feyenoord, Lazio, we were even against Atletico Madrid, we were, oh, we were just that away. We were unlucky, but even though we weren't played, we weren't smashed. But last night was just, and I, I mean, I, I you can't take away from they are a great team. They'll beat, they'll beat they'll beat be, they'll beat better teams than us in Europe this year. Do you know what I mean? But it was just it was just actual. I, I, I just even watching the players on the park, it was just as if they, they kind of knew. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, well, the the heads went down. It's, it's definitely after the third that was it, man. The heads were right down. I mean, getting we were wanting to go in at half time, one nothing down at most. Uh, try and regroup and go from there. But that second goal. Uh, when they scored it just what they did just before half time was an absolute sickener. Um but then it came out um no last any length of time and you're you're three nothing down. It's uh, that was it. The, the heads were dropping and the I know it's hard. There wasn't any of them there trying to take the, the game with the scruff of the neck or doing it doing much. You That's were fearing back, the worst. Going back to McGregor. Do you think McGregor you think he's a good captain? Uh, uh, see, I, I mean, I, I'm a massive McGregor fan. And uh, I think he, is he is that way you do know them? Well, I, I don't see how it, why it should. I mean, I think, uh, I think he's a, a good professional and I think he'll be on the training field and in the change room. I think he'd be uh, a big voice and I think he'd lead, lead his uh, life correctly and trains correctly. So I think in that aspect, I... The days oh, of captain, the aye, but the days of like your captain, like Roy Keane, scheming and shouting and flying into tackles, that's done. There, you're no, you've no got taking kind of captains anymore. Uh, even Brown, the way he he was, um, oh, the games can move. Aye, aye, that's, the games the, that's what I'm trying to. Aye, but that's what I'm trying to touch it. Paul McStay wasn't he flying into tackles and stuff like that. But it's like if Celtic are struggling, McGregor for me, he's he's not he's. Shrinks into himself rather than trying bring drag the team on. I think. Right. It starts sh- pointing other. It doesn't do much himself, but he's pointing at other players what they should be. Do you know what I mean? That's what, that kind of thing. I don't mm-hmm. think he kind of own the park when when the backs are against the wall. I don't think he, he lose by example. Yep. Maybe he's no. maybe maybe he's never because he's always been that nice guy. Maybe he's never because I mean McStay always had the kind of. No arrogance, but he was confident enough to shout when players weren't pulling their weight and stuff like that. Is McGregor Aye. like that, really? Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, totally different player. There's not, there's they couldn't lace his day's boots if we're honest. Um, but I don't know. I mean, who who else would you have as your captain? Hart, Vickers. Who does? There's no other really ones that you would you would say. I mean, well, he's, he, I mean, he, he really only got it through, like, obviously, like your old pals act, you know what I mean, because he was there so long and stuff like that, and I, I don't, I just, whether it's because, as I've said, you still there, Jerry? Aye, 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 aye must oh, be. No. Uh, I don't know whether it's for Brown left or whether if he became captain or something, but McGregor, he's just not been the same player for me, this season especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, last season you could see he was kind of dwindling down, but you put that again down to the, the amount of games he plays. Yeah. This season he's just he's not looked the part at all for me. No, he's kind of, but, the start of the season. Uh, he wasn't firing, 
and all cylinders then uh, they went to Ibrooks. Um, great, great especially the first half there. Really, a great aye. game. And then you're thinking, right, this is it. He's just going to kick on. But he's been hot and cold um, since. And I know that, uh, was it Mikey or somebody was saying to you about him, how he plays for Scotland. He's outstanding. But um, the the players he's got around him at Celtic aren't too bad either, uh, domestically. And he's still been struggling with a really Hitati. Um, are, are decent players to have round about you um, domestically, and he's still been struggling. But I don't know if it's formation or legs or what. But, but it's just, it's just definitely, it's just definitely no clicking for him to know. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not writing McGregor off. I mean, no. He's just going through a bit of a wall. Do you know what I mean? Oh, the amount of games he does play, you can't fault the guy for it. But it's just maybe, maybe it is a time for him just to have two or three weeks just sitting. No, well, that's what I was going to say. Do you do you take him at the firing line for a couple of games, or because he's your captain and everything else? Do you want him to try and play through it? That's um, the thing. See, that's, well, that that again, that comes down to like his character, didn't it? Yeah, Def, definitely. As I say, you could knock the not not the player. Uh, uh, no necessarily saying him, but it could knock a player's confidence if you do try and take him at the firing line. You say, right, we're, we're going to give you a couple of weeks rest here. Um, if you're needed, you'll be growing, but failing that, we'll, we'll give the others a chance. Uh, or Rogers might say, Look, I know that you're no firing on all cylinders now, but you're a captain and I believe in you. I'm going to leave you in there now uh, to see how you go on. But I don't know. It's, but normally, I thought Rogers' tactics are not substitutions, are normally not, not too bad. But last night after the red card, I was expecting him maybe to tweak it or change it, or maybe even make a sub. Are there Martin yeah. seen that as well? I can't Why see the Why did Rogers make the minute the red card? Aye. Um, I mean, he's done it before. Uh, previously, when he was here with red cards against us and for us, he's, he's changed it straight away. Um, but last night, I don't, I don't know. It was it was weird. Definitely weird. But, hey, Holt, there's, there's not much we can do now. We just need to look onwards and upwards to the next couple of games and see what happens. Well, there, there, Des want to take him on for a wee while. Ah, good. Get, get Desi boy on. There you uh, go, Des. Just click that and I'll get you on. Yeah, what's that shell saying? To be honest, I think it all comes down to the style of play under Brendan Rodgers. Cam McGregor, AJ, CCV aren't the same players under him. Uh, uh, AJ's uh, a bit off the boil as well. Aye, uh, I agree with that as well. Definitely. Um, we've said that before. Uh, since he's come back, he just... He just no look the, the same player. Um, Vickers is still coming back after quite a long layoff, so there's, I, there's, I, there's, there's time for time for him. But I, I still think we're moving in the right direction. I still think we're moving in the right direction, and I'm still happy with appointment. It's only it's only one defeat, and as we've said, Atletico are going to beat better teams than us and more better equipped teams than us. We just need to um, move on. Hello, Des, you there? I'm here, yes. Oh, nice to, thanks very much for coming on, Des. Nice to hear from you, pal. No bother. Now, what was your take on last night then? Well, I, I was luckily enough on it. I don't have ET or TNT or anything like that, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. Tried to watch the highlights this morning, but it's pretty hard to take. But it, 
It's just my view is, I mean, Rodgers is not a new manager to Celtic. He's managed Celtic in a lot of European matches, away matches. And why does he think that this present team, like his last teams, can go to places like Madrid and play 4-3-3? How can we play an expansive game like that when we don't even... We're not getting results away from home. What, can Rogers not play a defensive system at all? Is it beyond his managerial capabilities? Uh, I, I just, I really despair year after year where we are going in Europe. Uh, we're the absolute whipping boys. Uh, I mean, Simone. I seen an interview with him on Monday, and he knew exactly how we were going to play. Yeah. Uh, Rogers just. Like Postacoglu last year and the year before as well, cannot change his setup uh, away from home in Europe. It's all right. I want to go to Parkhead and see it. Is go at these teams like we did against uh, Atletico a couple of weeks ago. But away from home, we just we just can't play that way. It's, especially when you lose a goal after six minutes. Oh, great points, Des. As I've said before. But Rodgers failed the last time he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Barca, toe-to-toe -to -toe with PSG and stuff like that. Yep. And, I mean, it, it got to the, I know it's only the, the lower level of Europe, but it got to the, the Conference League semi-final or something for Leicester. Le Le so I thought maybe he's learned a bit, because be learned, right, I, can't, I need to be a bit more pragmatic, and especially away from him in Europe to get to progress with Leicester to that level, but I mean, last night it was just as bad as ever, really. It really was. Right. And I put a lot of day put down to the tactics in A. Rogers. I really do. And Ange was just as guilty as it, as you said. Do you know what I mean? Ange was just, he'll go, it doesn't matter, he wouldn't deviate from what he wanted today. And he stuck by his guns and we took some sear ones with that as well. Yeah. All right. You're spot, you're spot on, Des. We said that the other night. See, by not changing your tactics um, and throwing curved balls and changing it up, you're doing the other team's team talk. They know exactly how you're going to set up, exactly how you're going to play, uh, and you, you start playing into their hands. So it I mean, makes your job a lot just, harder. Just change up, as you guys are saying, every now and again. Go, maybe, I'm not saying go too up away from home, but, but even the way we play in Scotland, we sometimes struggle in games, maybe go to Ibrooks, play two up front or something yep. like that. But, I, I mean, you're just wondering, where are we going in Europe? I mean, after the, the transfer window in the summer there, what to me was an absolute disaster. Uh, to me, you're only looking at Palma that might, might break into the team. Yep. The rest are all, they're probably good professionals, good young players, but they're not going to take us anywhere um, Champions League or the Europa League uh, and I mean if, did the board not have any European ambition at all other than uh, qualify for the Champions League and bank the money? I mean why why Celtic feel the need to have £70 million in the bank? I, I just can't get my head around it, I really can't uh, it, looks, it looks fantastic in the bank when your team's getting battered for a pillar to post the part and everybody's laughing at you Yep. It's it's uh, I'm hundred percent agree with everything you've said, Des. It makes no sense to me whatsoever to have all that money in the bank, but yet you're getting you're getting pumped all over the place. Um none of as you said, 
the signings in the summer, apart from Palmer, none of, maybe Yang will, will, will progress and get there, but none of the rest of them um, are going to take us on to that next level. And you always hear the old cliche, every manager saying they want to come out the transfer window stronger than we're in here. But I don't honestly think that we can we can say that for the last couple of windows uh, that we've come out stronger. And um, definitely not to the level that we're going to progress in Europe, which is mm-hmm. what everyone is are screaming out wanting to do. The league's fantastic and it's our bread and butter, but we're wanting the, the team should be gauged on how they do in Europe. And right now it's it's it's, it's not it's not great. Very good. I mean, I thought I didn't want Rogers back at Celtic, uh, but that's by the by, he's back and he's our manager. I would have thought, seeing this summer, Roger, his two first questions when he was approached by Celtic would have been, one, how much are you going to pay me? And yep. two, how much money am I getting? Now, I don't you know, they spent around about, was it 18 million or something in the summer? Yes. But, but, but there's, there's not a player that's came to the team that's better than anybody that was playing last year. Uh, it's basically last year's team without uh, Jota and Carol Starfield that are playing. Yep. As much as uh, young Irish boy uh, Liam Scales, Scales, yep, a good tidy player, but uh, he's another one that's not going to take us. To me, we, we need a good centre half next to Carter Vickers. We spent ten million pound and two and. They're getting nowhere near the team. Aye. I just, I, I despair about. Well, I mean, I'm 55 this year. I hate that as well. Uh, <laughs> 55. Uh, so and you're only, only born 12 years ago. Uh, well, true. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, and I've been, I've seen some really dark times at Celtic, and we're lucky enough with the recent history that we've had. But I, I just. Don't understand where we're going. We just want to steamroll the league every year and get pumped in Europe. And is that that what the board are happy with? Because I can't believe that Brendan Rodgers was happy with that transfer window. Cannot believe he wanted half of the players or, or even ninety percent of them. No. And there's, there's, yeah. There's, there's, sorry, yeah. Hi, Oh, even in terms of coming on, that does a voice terms of Des, that's his name, and obviously you know Jerry. Doing indeed. All right, lads, how are we getting in? Not good bad, not bad. Yourself, mate. Good, good. So, but but you in terms of what's your taking last night? Yeah, same authentic, isn't it really? You know, I was listening to just there a bit, and you know, I mean, so it's like I had said to you before, Mark. I mean, all the signings like Des was saying there, there's only Palma. Celtic are basically doing what they do every year. With they go, we'll buy eight or ten, two to three million, maybe four million pound players, and hope one strikes lucky. They do it. They do it every year, and you go in then, and then you go, God, we can't compete at this. Really, that's very surprising. You've got a ton of deadwood. Like they've got thirty-three players in the squad. How many of them are realistically any use of Celtic? What, eighteen, nineteen? Mm-hmm. The rest of them are. Surplus requirements, taking wages, transfer fees, everything. Instead of instead of Celtic going away and trying to buy a little bit of quality to make them more competitive. I'm not saying for a second they'll be they'll be able to be competitive with the bigger sides because they won't. 
but let them be more competitive with the lower sides. We actually were thankful that they got this group. Imagine they got a Man City. Imagine they got a Dortmund. Imagine they got a Real Madrid. It could it, that that could have been ten. You know, it's it and and it's like it's like as said Des was saying there as well. The board are happy. The board seemed quite content for Celtic to get into the Champions League by winning the league, taking the revenue, maybe selling one of the big players and going. They're probably going to get they're probably going to get a spanking. But you look, we're after getting thirty or forty million for this. They'll be all right because that seems to be the attitude to me anyway. I agree, Ter. It beggars belief, but. Then the, the it's the same old same old with our board. They've, they've absolutely no no ambition at all. Um, because if they had, they wouldn't be saying they wouldn't be. I the figures were fantastic, but spend spend the money. I mean, who knows where we could have went with two or three quality signings in there? Um, it's I mean a ten million pound player. We know it's going to go up to about twenty by the time you factor in agents' fees, wages, and all the rest of it. But so be it. If that's what it takes for us to progress, then. They need to be because if you if you sign these players, I granted there's no no guarantee they're going to be success or whatever. But there's a a, a better chance of them being a, a success than some of these so called uh, projects that we're signing. And we've signed umpteen of them over the years, and as you've said, very rare the any of them uh, get sold for big bucks or make an impact. So I think it's time for them to open the, the, the checkbook, but. I, I just don't believe that Rogers came here uh, to do well in the league. I thought he was coming here to do something uh, in Europe, but the, the fact that we were guaranteed probably to get the Champions League for the next two or three seasons in a row, and I was hoping that he thought that right, I've got a decent squad to now. I could add my touch to it, plus X, Y, and Z players, uh, and, and and take us up a, a couple of levels. And you I don't think Rogers. Right, I don't think What's that, sorry? Well, don't you go tell us what you say. Sorry, I don't think Rogers will be here for the three years. And I, and, and, and I, I, was, I was like this. I wasn't for him to return. But I actually feel sympathy for him now. Because there's no way, like Jerry has just said, he came back in with the intention of signing Yang, Kwan, Oholm, Tillo, all these guys. He has signed no one no one that he has gone, did you could say, yeah, Roger signed him. Roger's definitely that was his guy. Like they were saying that 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 Hilo or Tia or the do you know the fellow talking about with Leicester? Yeah. That he was free. And it's all down to the fact that Celtic won't appear to spend the money on a wage. But look at look at all the money, as I said, in the eight or nine players they've signed they're, si- they're yeah. signing them for three and a half million four million if, they, if that's nine, nine fours for argument's sake that's 36 million why can't you buy three players for 10 million yep and, yep. and players that are going to make a difference to the team we're blessed we're blessed and I'm slightly biased but we're blessed that Liam, Sc- Liam Scales has turned out to be as good as he is at the minute if he didn't we were in, a, we were in dire straits because we'd have had no one for centre back I, I was he actually got, going. To, I was actually going to say to Des that I know he was talking about Carter Vickers and skills, but I, I actually think it, I know Carter Vickers is coming back for a long injury layoff. That, I think skills have been superb. I, I think he's been better than Carter Vickers even in Europe. Yeah, I think Celtic are very lucky with skills. I really do because, it, like, 
they, he, they were shipping him out. Injuries made, meant him he had to stay there. And in fairness, since the since the derby game, he's hardly put a foot wrong. He's been he's been excellent. Yep. You know. There's Bobby one nine six two. Our shareholders are like to stand up and ask for the fake we're going in Europe. That result won't be good for Rogers' ego, and it isn't doing our reputation much good. Fans have been shafted. Hundred percent spot on. But with the shareholders uh, standing up and ask questions, but how does that go, Mark? Is it no? Selected questions or pre dated questions. Them, you need to have them put in by a certain date and stuff Aye. like that and things. And, and so, see, really, all the kind of things are they're just a farce because Dermot Desmond and his, the other rest of the board members are never going to like vote themselves off and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? I will look at the last time. Did Lowell no get voted off and he voted him back in or something? Aye, like the, the, room, the room voted him off, but the, the kind of sh- the big shareholder, their vote's always going to win stuff like that. Aye, it didn't matter if every fan. Aye, even goes back to stuff like maybe the, the living wage carry on and all that kind of stuff. And it just goes back to that. Whatever the board wants to get pushed through, it'll get put through. Yep. Aye. Aye, but, but meanwhile, we're, we're, we're the ones that are getting asked to fork out for merchandise, tickets, everything else. Uh, but they sit back and make all these decisions that we're no, not, none of the fans are actually necessarily agreeing with. And I mean, there's guys more, more intelligent than me, guys like even Terence and that, you know, I mean, Terence will, I mean, surely if you're on a business, you want that business to be the best it can be. Exactly. And whether that means that, as you said, you, you might, it's like maybe you need to, maybe one day somebody comes in and tells you here, you need, you need these new machines, these new modern machines, but they cost, they cost 10 million pounds each. But see, see, by the time next summer comes and you get to meet this target, they'll be they'll have paid for themselves. Do you know what right. I mean? It's common business. For me, in a certain way, for me, the way the board runs Celtic is a bit of a dereliction of duty. Yep. Because they're just yep. that happy just to be the top dog in Scotland. And they've got any other height of ambition, just be the top dog and make money. Whether it's going into Champions League, getting, getting pumped up and doing the part, whatever, as long as the money keeps rolling in, this mm. does us, and we keep just in front of them across the road. And it's it's really wrong. I keep saying it. You should be treating Scottish the Scottish League the same way as PSG treat, treat the French League. Look, I mean, just look, look. This is we've got this. This is your money. This is your situation. It's up to you to try and catch us, but we're just going to plod on. So we thought we hiccup, but we're just going to keep steamrolling these out and plodding on. Well, it's it's uh, farcical if uh, their their level ambition is just to keep in front of them. Because if it is, they should let us know, man, and reduce the price of the season tickets. Mm, exactly. um, because do you not think it looks like that, Des? It is. Well, uh, yeah, I quite agree. Uh, do we want to get too far in front of Rangers? Is that what the board are thinking? Uh, okay, I, I'm just at a loss. I'm absolutely... See, see the way Celtic are now? We should all be rejoicing. And yep. uh, the financial fin- fin- security we've got, the amount of trebles that we've won, but we're still going over this every year, every single year. Bad transfer windows, bad performances away from home in Europe. I mean, we're not even winning at home in Europe anymore Uh, although we we were a bit unlucky maybe against Atletico one of the best performances in Europe for a while but uh, as soon as that goal went in last night six minutes the game was over done and dusted 
and as what you were saying earlier as well, Des, but just money, the money in the bank. I mean, but what's it getting kept for? Exactly. I know they've come out and said, oh, it's for years we don't get into Champions League. And you know, I, I don't believe that for a minute. And people are scumbags on Twitter, say, oh, they pay off. You know what I mean? I'm not getting into that conversation. But, cause that, but that money will come off the kind of the insurance policies and stuff like that. There's, yep. no, there's no feasible, feasible reason for Celtic. There's no feasible reason for any club really in Scotland to have 70 odd million pounds sitting in the bank. Yep. Maybe, maybe they're both scared. Maybe they're like, what, are we, what are we meant to do with this? It looks good, though, Mark, for dividends. Aye, but somebody said to me as well, I know that it makes a difference because we, we need to pay tax on profit, whereas if you get a loss, you don't pay tax or something like that. Yeah, but it, it, it's well too. It, it just it looks good for them. And when it comes to the end of the year and they have to pay dividends to shareholders, and they've made this big profit. If you've got X amount of shares, you can you get you get paid a dividend as per the amount of shares you own. So it makes more sense for the powers to be that are there. If they own a large chunk of it and said they have made a big profit and they've made plenty of money, they get more money back. That's the way a dividend works. Whereas if Celtic make a loss, it, there, it, there's basically no real dividend paid out. It's, it's, I mean. It's just for me. It's, it's actually it's, it's astounding figures. They're not getting away from it. We've done, and I keep saying this as well when people slag Peter Long, the, the rest of them. On the money making side, it you can't fault them for the money that they bring in, the sponsorship deals they've got, and all this kind of stuff. But speculate to accumulate, accumulate because you, you'll start, you'll make more money if you, you can. If you're getting into the latter stages of Champions League. Adidas will spend a, year, a bit more money. That's you know what I mean? The I, sponsors will give you more money if you're doing better in Europe and stuff like that. I was about to say that, Matt. We're going to end up hitting a ceiling with the amount of money that we can get in because if we're not getting into the Champions League or, or the rest of it, these sponsorship deals aren't going to fall in our lap and aren't going to happen. I mean, we can't... Um, the amount of merchandise they churn out and the amount of strips and the amount they charge for tickets is a astronaut. We can't charge much more than they do for that. So if you're not getting into the likes of the Champions Leagues or latter stages of even the Europa League, these teams are going to are these uh, companies only going to be throwing money at you just to sponsor you for winning the league in Scotland. So that money is going to go down. So as you say, spend the money and and try and progress and try and keep us there and try and try and make us bigger and better. Because the only way in my in my opinion is is, is is the money's going to go down and down rather than up. So you there is well spending it. Maybe I'm just talking nonsense because that's my way I'm gung ho with money, but that's the way that's the way but, I look at it. But you're not, Jerry, because the bottom line is the, the, the proof is in the pudding. They bought Carter Vickers, they bought Jada, they bought Edward. Edward was nine million, they sold him for a big profit. They bought Jada for six eventually six and a half million, they sold him for twenty five. Everyone was praying Carter Vickers wouldn't go, but he if he had gone, he could have gone for a substantial amount of money. Yep. It's no surprise if you pay for quality, you will you will get quality. And for argument's sake, they got lucky with O'Reilly. But if 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 O'Reilly's to be sold, he you can take a figure of probably starting at thirty or forty million. But but yet but yet but yet how many of the guys that Celtic have bought this year, the nine guys, would you think would even go for ten million? Would even go for five. Would even go for six or seven million. 
Maybe maybe Pal, maybe Palma, maybe Palma at the best. The rest of them, most of the rest of them, you think are is, is money wasted. So it's it's all well and good Celtic having all this money and doing it, but like if you buy a little bit of quality and are willing to go, well, he's eight million. Like there's a reason that a guy is ten million, and a reason that there's a guy is three million. Mm-hmm. Same way, there's a reason that the guy there's a reason that the guy who's twenty million, and there's a reason that the guy who's five million. The guy who's twenty million is a hell of a lot better than the guy who's five million. You know, it's not. It's, it's you know, it's 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 nonsense that Celtic continue to 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 shop in the bargain basement, and because they got a couple of gems from the from the Asian market, they just think we can flood the whole. We can buy everything from the Asian market. It's all going to go good. Like it's, it's a joke. Like. Hello, Martin. Are you there? He said he's in there. He said he's in there waiting for you, Adam. Hello. Hello, Mark. Yeah, sorry, guys. I was on the mobile. didn't work. So no oh, hey, brother. Thanks very much for coming on, Mark. Nice to hear from you, bud. Oh, that's all right, mate. Cheers for coming on. Cheers for having me on, guys. Not a problem. What's your take last night? Uh, my take? Basically, we need to learn how to play in Europe. Rogers is not a European manager. He's got the worst record in the club's history in the Champions League. I don't understand why he's playing ticky-tacky football with uh, players that can't play ticky-tacky football at that level with that st- class of player. Aye. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go for that. I, I can understand nobody's wanting Rogers back. Uh, when he first came, I was, I was one of them. Um, however, I think... By and large, looking at the, the well, from what we know, uh, who was available, I think he was the best of the lot. With regards to football, I think the the football we played in the first game against Atletico was brilliant. The first half was was really good. Uh, I'm all for the the passing about and all the ball going back to the keeper and all that. However, last night. Um, I like them trying to be comfortable on the ball and playing football, even in these tight situations. But there's a time and place to play it, and there's a few times it, it could have and should have maybe went a bit longer than it did. However, as Matt's already said, we can't go long. Maybe it likes a Kyogo up front. When you lose Maida's pace, you can't go long either. Um, Palmer was the only other really out ball because we had McGregor and O'Reilly were hiding. Um, if I'm honest with you, and Bernardo, I think he's more suited to European game, but it wasn't it wasn't at the races either last night. So that's my kind of take on it. What about yourself, I mean, Mark? Are we yeah. still just throwing this out there? This is one of our OG statements terms, but me, you, and JFB and Paul uh, used to go on about it. Are we missing somebody like Lewis Ferguson? Oh, 100%. I would have signed him in a heartbeat. And I, Big I time. That in the, for, the, the forum, I'd have, I couldn't have cared less. I know we've heard where his allegiances lie and all that, but who cares? He would have came and he'd have, he would have been a player. And if you look at him now, eh, it's the same as the boy Hickey. I remember that argument with that boy. It was growing about Hickey. Um, I'd have re-signed him again. Not, not, eh, no problems at all. The same as Lewis Ferdinand. I signed them. They've been on and Hickey's doing brilliant and Ferguson's uh, doing fantastic over in Italy. 
So just to, just a, he seemed to be like a kind of ideal kind of box to box midfielder. A bit of a dig about him, and he was decent going forward. It was it was right under our noses. Aye, but it's the same old, same old. It's again um, like a bit like McGinn, Do you know what I mean? It's that type of thing. But for me, it's 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 that type of player we're needing to that can make all the difference. See, I think we've got a player like that. We've got a few players. Stephen Welsh should play defensive mid through the youth. I've watched him, and he's an absolute class player at that passing level. And why we don't use somebody like that through a ranks or rousting at right wing, I'm not sure why. Especially with and young Montgomery as well at left wing. We're zooming out. We need competition. But Taylor, but Montgomery would offer the cover that Maeda and Palmer don't in these games for that guy. See, that it all comes down to the formation you're going to play. Um, I wouldn't have played Ralston uh, last night at all, I think. Uh, I think he's a decent enough player, but I think he's he gives his all. He's, he is quite similar to Taylor. They're, they'll give you everything they've got, but they're limited. Um, I know JFP will be going off his head because I'm saying this, but uh, that's that's the way I view the, the, the two of them. They'll give you everything they've got. They've both made massive improvement in the last couple of years. Um, but they're, they're, they're limited and I don't think for me for us to progress in Europe I wouldn't be saying that I'd be starting either either of them and I don't think Ralston would be suited to the right, right wing back but I'm I, I probably wrong and I've not, I've not seen enough of Welsh to say it but I see the M however I have been told that he was class there in the youth I'd like to see Ralston getting a chance. See, like in a back three, I'd like to see Ralston getting the, like the right slot in a back three, or even getting a run, or even a chance at centre back. Hey guys, sorry, no, 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 right? Okay, no sure? Right, I, I'm nearly shifting more in the the right up on the other line, so I'll, I'll need to go and I'll Thanks join you the next time. See you later, guys. Enjoy. Bye. Um, so, aye, uh, you'd like to see him getting a chance at aye. aye, as I said, not Europe or that, but maybe against I don't know your your Dundee's or say Saint Murder or something like that. Yeah. Just to see if he could. I'm not saying we could play him there, but see if he could fill in there. It's like another string to his bow. He's another another centre half to worry about. Ah, but we could maybe get ready. Do you know what I mean? Instead of having Phillips, we'll get Ralston that could step in there. Do you know what Aye. I mean? Yep. I don't think we need Phillips, guys. Honestly. No, no. I think I think we did. I think we did. You know what I mean? When we signed him, but it's, it turned out because Jerry was cut off, we'll come back on. But because I think it was maybe we needed a, a centre back brought in at the time. Because skills set him up and injuries get sorted out, it's been a bit of a pointless signing, didn't it? Then Phillips won. He's been poor anyway. Aye. For me, he's been poor. He hasn't been the Phillips that you kind of had seen before in, in, in Liverpool. He, he you know he's kind of struggling a bit for me, but that's any maybe if it's maybe it's game time, I don't know. But he, like you wouldn't be picking him ahead of Carter Vickers or, or Scales by any stretch of your imagination. <laughs> Unless there's a clause in his wound deal, he needs to play a certain amount of games, which could be a bit of a worry. But I think he'll be away back down to Liverpool come January. I don't think he'll be hanging about much. Nah. 
No, no. Nah, he, he's not, He's definitely not needed now. He was uh, when we signed him and then he picked up the injury. But no, uh, he's a wage that we can go off our books straight away. Uh, the we, money we can spend elsewhere. So, no, I think so. Uh, Bobby saying, isn't Narovsky due to come back? Why not play there and see at the back? According to Rogers, Narovsky has been available for the past couple of weeks. And it's just because, yeah, yeah. because of the formula, Liam Scales, it's up to Gales to drop the ball or Narovsky to pick it up. Do you know what Basically, what Rogers has come out and said, wasn't it? See, uh, yeah. is fit, but you won't be match fit, which is a massive difference, guys, when we're playing. Uh, um, Scales can play left back as well. Greg Taylor also is a defensive mid. He done it in his early career as well. And the amount he cuts inside and plays in the middle of the park, that's probably a better option as well. Aye. Uh, I've seen a few people saying that about Taylor. I didn't know he played there when he was younger. Aye. See, I think I think he did play defensive mid as well. I don't think uh, the way he's looking at things that Rogers is going to deviate for this the system that he's playing just now. With the, the four three three, I think he's going to stick with that formation. Uh, unfortunately, because I'd like to see him change it up rather than just play the same formation every week. Because uh, I've said it on team times, he's playing into the opponent's hands by playing that same formation week in week out. And it's sorry, it's, I mean, you don't mind. It's like we used to talk about like the four two three one and how we could switch that to the three five two. Blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? But it's it's not, it's not really the formation as such. It's actually what the players are doing in the park, isn't it? It's what these get the players doing in the park. See, if, see like if you've got McGregor sitting there for playing 4-3-3, it's like, well, right, if you don't, if we've not got the ball, Matt O'Reilly, tell him to drop back and play beside McGregor so you're playing with two. Do you know what I mean? It's merely like the in-game stuff that keeps his You can't be that rigid with the formation or you're just going to get picked off. Yep. Hi. It's. Uh, I don't know. It's. I would. It's. I would like to see him play with a CDM in Europe, especially a, a game like last night. Uh, I think it was crying out for it. Um, I know we brought on a water, but the ship had sailed. I think by the time he had come on, uh, and it was damage limitation time. Although it never, it never went to plan. However, um, we've got another couple of games in this Champions League to try and. Put points on the board and show that we're uh, we're trying to progress. We're trying to do something and trying to learn for for last night. But it all comes back to the board. Are they going to back Rogers and the team in these transfer windows, or are we just going to be happy to turn up, take the money, uh, take the pump, and, and get him? I'm a great believer. I think. I honestly, I think. Well, there was players we tried to sign in the summer and we didn't get. And that's the bit of what if we go to this player that we were talking to, or what if we get this player that we've been speaking to and stuff like that. But that's, we need to get the, these, these deals over the line. It's all right, but, the stories that we were in for the Croatian keeper and we spoke to him and we met him. And, and he, I mean, let's face it, that transfer went on. Wayne's have been going quicker times than that transfer happened. Do you know what I, you know what I mean? Conceived in boring quicker times. But it's the same as a boy. You've got to take the bullet. Either Aye. Ketty, you've got to bite the bullet and say, oh, 
I was getting over 25 grand, 28 grand over here and all. Oh, we can't really afford 30. How can we not afford 30 grand in a free transfer of a guy like Teddy? Guys, he's still think, no signed them, do I don't think the summer transfer was doing anything other than us having a bad window. But then recruitment's got to be held accountable. I know that it comes down if we, we offer terms uh, to, to a player and they're, they're knocking it back, it's going, it will happen. But surely we've got alternatives identified. Do you know I mean there's there's teams out there that are um no spending massive amounts more than us, but their recruitment seems to be a, a far superior. It's it's I get back to let's see even the start of this uh, the the qualifiers. I watched the PSV uh, play them and see the way PSV knocked that ball about the park. I don't know how much they spent, but it wasn't massive amounts of some of the players and some of the players were outstanding. Same as the uh, Feyenoord, they've got a cracking team, and I don't think they've spent hundreds of mil. I, th- I think uh, I think recruitment's got to be held accountable as well. Uh, but, even, but, even, but even down to that again, then but even if the, the recruitment is bang on, because I mean we're sitting slagging it off a bit and that, but there's been a there's been a good few hits as well. I mean it's like somebody put in the chat earlier on about. Celtic put all their eggs in the basket and bought players for the, the Asian market and that for Ange, but the majority of them didn't do too well. And I've said it before, you cannot tell me that Ange came out here and said, I see that car of Vickers guy, he's the, sub- the Spurs reserve, I want him brought in. And that wee guy, Yota, Yota I see him that plays there in the Fika B team, I want him brought in. Matt O'Reilly, aye, he looks sorry. we'll get him in in January. Didn't he? Why Ange picked day players? Starfelt, Hart, do you know what I mean? No, Ange didn't pick any of the players apart from the Japanese boys. And to be fair, the ones that were brought in the summer, like home and all that, I've seen them play through the youth ranks. I watch a lot of youth football. And these guys are class players. Um, I don't think Rogers fancies them, but these guys are actual players. They've got to be given a chance and given game time, especially people like Calvac performing. The likes of Turnbull, two goals, two games, gets dropped. There's favouritism. And unfortunately, that can't be happening at a club of our size. You should be played on your last performance. If you didn't perform, you don't get a game. That should what it should be at our club. Too big for that. Right. I, mean, I, th- I like home. I dare put your saying there, uh, Martin. I, like, I dare think home's a great player. And, I mean, he came and he's played a lot of foot for his age. He's played a lot of football at a decent level. And for me, he should be getting a lot more game time. I know he was injured in that there and he has been getting a wee kind of start, but he's a player that I think could prove to be a, a probable bargain for what we kind of look at it. The but problem I, is I've he played the, the captains in his place. But as I've said as well, the majority of the signings that we made this summer would have still made the fans was still manager. They're like the Celtic the players we signed in the summer were all like the Celtic recruitment teams signings. Do you get what I mean? They're all players. Aye, if Ange was there, I don't. But they maybe signed another couple, or maybe a less of these two, and another two or something like that. But the majority of the players that came in the summer, I see they'd have come in anyway, whether Ange was manager, Rogers was manager, Neil Lennon was manager. So, so basically, what you're saying is the recruitment team are only looking for projects. They're not looking for uh, first team experienced players. I start with players. Well, no, that's their, that's their uh, remit. Is to look for projects and just 
be happy enough to try and find a couple of rough diamonds, get them polished up and sell them on. Which that's is not again, Hang on, which that's... again then is just smacks a, we just want to be ahead of them and no more. We don't want to do nothing in Europe. That's a bit of arrogance on our level, guys, because if you actually look at the players that we're signed, the games played in their domestic leagues are actually a lot better than a lot of our young players get. And even some of our first team players, like Phillips, the young guy Holmes played more games than Phillips, and Phillips is nearly 26. So there's right. a, it's a bit of arrogance on our side to say these are project players. They've got to be no, given no. games. I, I, I agree with you there. Um, the boy home, me and Mark had said it previously uh, on one of our chats that we don't think he was signed as a project considering he's play, uh, the amount of games he played in his league. Um, Palmer. He was probably, aye. Well, Palmer, Palmer. Palmer's a mere seasoned player than Yota was when he came in. There's a aye. couple of players in the summer that were signed as direct replacements for Matt O'Reilly and Hatati. This is why these people are not getting game time because they two were due to leave. A lot of players weren't happy under Ange. Aye, well, I, I, mean, I definitely thought uh, O'Reilly was the first bus out uh, at the end of last season, um, and I wouldn't have been too then. I wouldn't have been too disappointed, but he's he's come on leaps and bounds. I last night the whole team was were poor, but I can I can maybe understand that. But I, I thought home. I like to look at him from the, the wee clips I'd seen from his previous club. But the surely with the, the none of these kids, I've not seen kids, none of these players have got massive, I mean, where's, none of them have got European experience, massive European experience. We're signing unknowns. I know that it's no guaranteed if you sign name players that they're, they're, they're going to date them, but we've got more of a chance of doing something with uh-huh. guys that have been, been there and done it. I know they're going to cost a few, Bob, is a couple of people have said we do need them. Um, we do need a bit of experience in there as well. I could mention two names that sort of dictate that does they happen: Barkas and Ajay, then Shane Duffy. We won't get down that road. So these players, we need to sign players that have got the talent and we can mould into a team. But then we need to keep that team for three to four years and build a Champions League team, That's and both need to back that. That's the problem with Celtic. We never ever get to keep the team for a couple of seasons. It always seems to get broken up when you think there's a distinct possibility that something could happen. But at, at but, the same time, when you sign, I, it's a fair point that's made there, but at the same time, I'm going back a little bit now, when you sign Hartson, Sutton, Lambert, you know, it's, uh, the boys back the boys back then, Lennon, they were all proven names you knew what you were signing and they, they all turned out to be fantastic players for Celtic you know I mean, they were cost, they were costly players at the time even Lambert much would Paul Lambert cost Celtic now I mean Lambert was a European after winning the European Cup with Dortmund I, we would never have really afforded them in today's market now Mark but and even with the, even with the like, kind of ways of scouting and stuff like that starts it's, it's go, it goes in this day and age we probably wouldn't even get Larson back in. There'd have been some other agent or team or something over it that you could have got him for 650000 Do you know what I mean? Aye. It's hard but, to keep, I mean, we do it all the time, but I mean, it's hard. To, I mean, you're a great one for saying it terms. £5 million 10 years ago isn't £5 million a day. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's not like... like you're saying we spent £6 million in Sutton, Hartson, 
nearly six million Lennon. What would they cost us today? Do you know what I mean? The right. zero would be at the end of it. Right. At least. Yep, every bit of it, you know. And it's, but that's the thing as well, but we're, we're kind of getting left behind with transfers, aren't we? There's very, very rarely Celtic sign a player that you've actually heard of. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, it's like uh, Palmer. I mean, I haven't, as soon as I heard the name and that, you're away and you're looking up YouTube and looking up and reading up and that. And right away, I thought, here, this could be a right good player for us. It's like, you've never even heard the guy's name. Do you know what I mean? It's like years ago, you'd, years ago, there wasn't many players Celtic or anybody got linked to that you hadn't heard. Do you know what I heard their yeah. name somewhere along, along the line watching football and that? Uh, the days of signing a, a player from, in a sense, down south is gone it's pretty much uh, gone because because even if you're talking the championship now that's nearly right. out of Celtic's reach for to buy yep. a player and yep. it's, 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 it's 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 a terrible state of affairs because some guy in the championships on that Chris Woodfell I think he was as you said before Mark he's on like a hundred grand a week I know and he's in the yeah, championship Bobby. yeah Bobby what you call that Bobby Quarter to eight at night. Well, he'll be going to do the dishes at ten to eight. So you better watch. Uh, oh, he's been playing <laughs> the PlayStation with the V man. That's all right. Let you off that. Aye, that's an excuse. He's been doing the ironing. Aye, hundred <laughs> percent, mate. But the I, I still think our recruitment's got to be a hell of a lot better. Um, I don't care. Well, I, I don't know what other people think, but. I think um, it leaves a kind of a lot to be said. See, for every one or two or at Matt O'Reilly's we've found, there could be, there's three or four duds that that could it kind of get near the team. And there, somebody's made the point: was Matt Lowell a project? Who do, who, who do you think of him, Mark? Yourself? Well, again, you can't fault his pedigree. You don't they don't work for Man City not for the City Group for all the years if you're no good at your job. But and again, put put parameters. Is he working to? Yeah, do you know what I mean? We don't know who, who we don't know who he's like presenting to. Right? We should sign this. And, do you know what I mean? Then all of a sudden, the board say, "Oh wait a minute, he's what their these agents wanting a million pound to cut off or something." Do you know what I mean? You don't know. We're only here the players we sign. We can't judge. How do we know that players he's he's putting forward are they getting signed up? Uh -huh. They were speaking about Teddy, the Croatian keeper, guys like that. Yep. But then, no, I mean, but, I, don't, I, I wouldn't imagine you could fault his knowledge, especially young players across the world. And I think, but I think the young players is he's forty. To be honest, I really, I think that's where he's, but he's best at, like the so-called project players. I think that's where what he's good at. But we don't know what players he's put forward that's been rejected for one reason or another. See, guys, you look at a club like Chelsea who've signed 100 young players Aye. one or two break in. That's the market you're competing with. So to actually find these players, you've got to have to find seven, eight players and hopefully get one or two. Yep. That is the model. But you should be looking at those six or seven being rotated through your squad. If no, you sell them on quick. One or two seasons gone and have that put in their contracts. This is uh -huh. a problem. Celtic, a lot of players are kept around too long. Forrest, for example, brilliant player, brilliant servant, but he should be gone. This is where it should be. 
Carl Mack hasn't turned up all season. This is what and other players have me turned up. Maeda, the guy, he runs a bit like a headless chicken for me. Um, great work ratio, but you actually look at what he delivers. 90% of the time, it's no great. But that's why I said about Ralston being at right wing. His delivery is a lot better than Maeda's. And even if he's limited, he will put in like Maeda 100% of the time. And he's got that engine he got up in the park for 80, 90 minutes a game. Oh, that's a fair point you put it like that, Martin, to be honest. I mean, I've said that for long enough about Magida. When, he, when he's not got the ball at his feet, you can see what he does for the team. Well, I mean, the, the Derby game, he kept, he kept Tavernier putting back the full 90 minutes. He can't get forward, which is one of their main outlets, which is a brilliant tactics and to have. But when he's got the ball, he doesn't, he doesn't, it's nothing. You know what I mean? I don't want Maida to get the ball, but I want him on the park, if that makes sense. He's done it without it, and he is with us. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> That's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can see right. the tactics, but see if you had a player. Yeah. Maybe even Martin's right. Maybe Ralston, because I mean, Ralston is good putting balls into the box and stuff like that. Maybe even trying that. But maybe when they try it at a derby or that, but maybe getting at a bash. Playing Ralston as a kind of right wing back because he is better with the ball at his feet than, than Maida. There's no doubt about it. That is a problem. We play players on work ethic because of our system rather than the ability to own the ball. You look at you look at the team, the striking that went through to that last 16. That wasn't players of any ability, that was players who just got athletes. Yep. The performance on the pitch. The problem is, Calmac, nobody shouting at him. If you look at that team, you had Barry Robson shouting at people, you had the other guy in the midfield, Hartley. Hartley. Oh, you, you had Caldwell. You had players in the team that were having a go. This is the issue with the current team. Look, we play people on this ticky-tacky football. Sometimes you need uh, just an out-and-out -out core in the Celtic team. I don't like this fact that we sign up these foreign players. We might have to live with the fact that our team is not that great domestically to get some youth players through, so then we can keep them. Unfortunately, because one players just want to move on after two seasons. It's not working for us. We've tried it for the last decade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I, I, I can't. Man, it sense of guys we spoke to in a long time, Martin. <laughs> Where have you been hiding? Why? 
I can. No, uh, but spot on. But honestly, you can't really argue with anything he said there. No, no, I was about to say that. Uh, I it's, it's it's hard to 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 argue any it, but um, we we do actually. I think we're all guilty. I think we are better than we are, but it's there's no no shame in in hoping that we progress and and do a lot better than we've been doing. And it's it's I'm I'm big on youth football, but I just uh, do. You, Martin, do you watch what much of the youth? Oh, I, I catch a lot of Celtic these days because um, well, I'm busy at work in these days. But I, I watch a lot of European youth football, and I unfortunately I'm knowing the bubble, the Glasgow, right. so I get to see a lot of what was going on. And this is why I say about the summer transfer window, a lot of players yep. would have been in for were sky high because of the stuff coming out in the Middle East in that mm-hmm. window. I spoke to a few players, people from Southampton, Vans and Bournemouth and Tottenham, Arsenal and all that. And they said the same thing. They didn't get the players they were in for. And the amount of money they were asking for was ridiculous. So their window, we might have done both the players. And I don't think Roger's got to be here for that amount of time because he isn't the guy that's got patience. I think he'll be gone at the end of the year because he didn't get the players he wanted. And that's not a bad thing. We might actually get a decent manager that might play defensive football, although we might not like it. Aye. You, you don't think Rogers will be here for next season? No, I don't either. I fully agree with him there. I don't think he'll be there either. Some bold predictions here, lads. Just look at his attitude in the press conferences. He's, he, it looks like he doesn't want to be there. I think he's came up here thinking the fans would forgive him for winning and that. But the guy, honestly, looks to me like he's just trying to keep the fans on side. That's not what a manager we need. We needed somebody like and We didn't care. He was playing his style in golf. And we need another manager with that kind of... I don't want to say the word because we're online, but it goes... I can't really say it, guys. You know the word I'm looking for. No, uh-huh. it's alright. You can say it. It doesn't matter on here. We've, oh, we've probably spoken. Aye. He needs a fucking grapefruits to go on there and do it. Mm-hmm. What? And Rogers hasn't got them anymore. He, he's no one to stand up to the fans. There's no way that David Turnbull should have been dropped after scoring two goals at two games. I don't care. Any any team, any player. No what? Bernard didn't turn up last night. Cal Mack's been posted missing. What? And Palmer, for me, great, brilliant. He's no a winger. He doesn't provide cover for Taylor. Taylor's getting absolutely bashed about pillar and post. But nobody's providing any cover. I've watched it. And because there is no central defensive midfield in for Taylor, he's getting absolutely destroyed. And he's making him look bad. When the guy isn't that bad, he's a player. He's done it at Kilmarnock when he had cover. So it's just our system. It doesn't work for him. It was the same with Jara. Jara was the exact same. Jara never helped Taylor. Never helped Taylor. And Taylor Taylor was a, a whipping boy for season one season because Jara you never track back. And I agree I agree with what he's saying there. But just to go back to your the other point, Mark, in relation to Rogers. Rogers came in here and there was the whole who had it. He was coming in because he didn't get the money for signings that he wanted, and that's the reason he left the first time. And that statement that he made a couple of months ago where he was like basically I just train the players I'm given. 
something along those lines where he said, I just trained the players I'm given. That to me was basically going, right. All of a sudden, he's come in expecting X, Y, and Z because we all assumed that's what he was given when he came back. He left because he wasn't getting money for transfers. And now he's come back. And a few months later, you hear him going, I don't, I don't sign players. I just train what I'm given. Was basically along the lines of what he said. That to me was the red flag straight away to go. He's basically like, screw this. Like, I, I, I can't see him being there next season. I really can't. And I won't, I won't lose sleep over it either, by the way. I understand what you're saying, Ter, but any manager worth their salt, especially when when he go with Rogers, isn't he just going to come here for the sake of it? Especially when he was going to take time out. The first thing, the first two things he'll ask is about how much he's getting paid and what's his transfer budget. There is no way he's come up here just to win that league. There is no 100%. way that he's come up here just to win the league. Hundred percent agree, Jerry. But has he been given the money? Why hasn't he? Why hasn't he? Why hasn't he? Rogers isn't the guy. When he was even at Leicester, Rogers isn't the guy to buy a small, a small time three million pound, four million pound player. Why, if Rogers is Rogers, even when he came in the first time, he got he got Sinclair up, and obviously there was Dembele. He bought Colatore up. He he bought guys in that he wanted, and Celtic paid a few pound for them. Like he has nothing to do with any of these guys. You'd imagine at all. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Palmer. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I doubt it. But he is he hasn't brought in a single player, in my opinion, of those guys I, that have come in. So how can how can he be how can he be happy? No, I, I agree with you there. And one of the things that you've noticed with the first two you mentioned with Sinclair and Turi, both known to him and both had experience. Um or ex- at least experience playing his kind of football, but no um None of the signings that he has made or that Celtic have made a degree, I wouldn't say that any of them are Rogers signings. However, and that's not Rogers, though. No, that's no, not no. his ego. That's not his ego either. No, his ego is no. he wants a big name, like I no, he, he'd be wanting uh, to spend a few quid. There's no, there's absolutely no doubt about that. But I still, I think he'll be here. There's no, I, I just can't see him jumping the gun. Uh, twice he'd get lynched on site, I think, if he if he did. But then, if if he's not if he's not getting the money, then what's it come down to? Has he been lied to by the board? Because that's what I think. What, you, you, that's what you think's happened. Yeah, yeah, he has to have been. He has to have been. He has. He, he has to have been promised. If he came back, he has to have been promised whatever he was promised. They were saying they were saying transfer budgets of 35, 50 million. Like they spent whatever they spent nine. Eight or nine players, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. As I said, if it's four four million a player or five, three or four million a player, they got twenty five million for Jata. So yeah. suppose they, suppose they spend four million nine four is thirty six, uh-huh. and they got twenty five million for Jata. What's that? An eleven million. Aye. Eleven million. Like, do you know? Yeah. That's absolute. Like Rogers was Rogers was coming from a league where they were dealing with thirty million pound players. And I he I know he understands the the different market and the different you know the the finances. I, I he he's been there. He's done that. Well, I can't think for a second he came up here to be given Yang or Quan or all these guys. And and basically he hasn't signed and like he hasn't signed anyone that he's he he wanted to like. There's no I don't know whether he Rogers wanted that that Pete fella. And the board have basically said no. We're not paying sixty grand a week. I don't know that, but 
Yeah. You know, the guy was the guy was free, like. Well, if you look at this sixty grand a week with no transfer fee, it would have, it's to me it'd be a no-brainer, especially a player like that. Oh, well, I, I agree with you, but maybe, it's the board. Maybe it's not the board's fault, Terms. Maybe it's the players and their agents. Like, that's guys, fair enough, Mark. But they all can't say no. Guys, you've got to be realistic. These guys are getting offered Turkey, which has got two massive clubs. Who really has got to come to Scotland? Right when they've got that on the on the radar to play against Rangers or Ross County on a Wednesday night in the freezing cold, I don't yep. think so. Rangers are not the team they were. That used to be the draw. Rangers, Celtic. Rangers are not the team. They're a shammy team. They're bored. Are fighting with our own fans. And to be fair, how many players have got to come here to get shouted at by your fans? Look at look at our own players. Look at the stick Greg Taylor gets. Forrest is a club legend. The guy scored, what, 100 goals and 100 assists across 15 seasons. And the fans, Guillaume Pelter, saying he's no good enough. That is, unfortunately, he should be moved on to a coaching role. Like I say, he should be a squad player, but he should be doing coaching in the background as well. But the guy is an absolute legend for the club. And the James Forrest. Fans. Aye, James Forrest. Oh, no, no, Martin, I can't have that. Well, mate, James a coaching role. Well, I hate to say it, mate, but he's got the success. Oh, and he's that halfway. It's also like John Kennedy. John Kennedy has been there, done it, and every successful manager has kept him as an assistant. But our fans won't allow him to take that step up into the role. And to be fair, the COVID season, you can't really judge him on because that was absolutely shocking what he was left behind with. And he was obviously no, his remit was just. I, mean, I, like, I like Kennedy. I really, I, I like Kennedy, but not obviously. I think I'd he just wanted the guy. I think he just wanted the guys that maybe prefer coaching than managing. No, I think he's. I think I would have preferred Tim or Rogers any day of the week because the guy's core. He's successful. Rogers to me is like a baby. He spits his dummy out if he doesn't get it. Some of the players that he was after in his first time were unrealistic for our club. I mean, the guy went to Leicester and was spending thirty million on a player he wanted us to spend seven, eight million on. This isn't how it happens. We had to look at French Eddie. He was nine million, and he was basically a B team player. He wasn't getting game time for PSG. The signings that Rogers wants unrealistic for our club, and unfortunately, that's just the case. It's a wrong appointment in the first place, and now we've got to suffer for that. So, well, how do you take it forward then? If you're saying guys like Squadrons, some of these are like out of our reach, whatever it's money, whether it's prestige, other leagues or whatever. Well, how do Celtic as a club move forward for you then, Martin? Well, my, spend that 20 million developing the youth, but also we should be looking in at getting clubs in the SPL together, and we should be leading on this. What is to get that youth league back up or reserve league, we we pay for the Highland League or whatever it is the, the league where our B team uh, play. Barely the B league. Aye, right. We should be looking at getting that reserve league back up. I'm sure between us Rangers, Hearts and Aberdeen, I think are all interested. What could we could afford it? We would spend more money getting the reserve league, getting that team, than buying all these youth players. 
Why don't we just invest maybe one or two million in a league like that? But there is a, a but there is a reserve league again. Celtic didn't want part of it. It's like there I've got it on the screen here: Kilmarnock, Pier, Queens Park, Dundee, Livy, Hibs, Fermanagh, Queen of the South, and Airdrie. There is a reserve league, and they start they try to start it off. Celtic again refused to get it. But I totally agree, well, man. It's it's unbelievable. I've spoken about this for this B League stuff came out, <laughs> terms, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's unbelievable that our youth players are getting away to play games against guys that are serving an apprenticeship for being a mechanic or guys that are getting up in the morning to go and do a shift in the local bakery and stuff like that. Because these guys, they're no, they, they, they just could clatter just any young Celtic player just for the kudos after a pal doing the pub that night. Well, why don't why don't we just get a feeder club? Pay them, pay them the money. Say, look, we'll give you a certain percentage of every transfer we get for our youth centre. If they come through, we'll give you a percent, a certain percentage of you help develop them. And anybody that you want to keep that doesn't make it, you get for uh, free as part of the deal. And we pay them an annual fee for development. And we look after it and we maintain the facilities or they get to use our facilities, somebody like Partick Thistle or somebody like that. Yeah, but you're talking a lot of you're talking a lot of things there now. Let's be fair about it. This is Celtic like. <laughs> oh, but, but we've had that conversation before. How I mean it sounds great in theory, but can you imagine these teams of fans and all the rest of it if for Celtic come along and say, Right, we're gonna buy you your feeder team now? They'd go they'd go daft. You imagine oh, no, if, 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 if a city group came along and said, Right, we're buying Dermot Desmond, how would we yeah, feel about that? I didn't say anything about us going and buying them. I make it a deal between the clubs yeah. so they could actually sell it to their fans. That if they have not got to attract our youth players, to be honest, but if they can actually come and use our facilities, and then players that we don't want that they get first option on rejection, it's something that they could sell to their yeah. fans. They could actually make money. Turn around and say, "Look, we're getting a percentage of every transfer." That Celtic make for their youth. That's something you can sell to fans. You've got to make it sellable. I know the it's, words are absolutely terrible and won't make it happen, but it would be hard. No, it's a brilliant it's a brilliant point, don't get me wrong. But the biggest problem with Celtic is is that and you know yourself Mushroom, and Mark would have said it here numerous times. If a young guy is in the team and he's his first few games and he has a few stinkers and Celtic lost the game. Nine times out of ten, that young guy would be to blame. Yep. And yeah, and yeah. then the fans and the fans will just they'd be like, he's rubbish. He's he's no good. He's he shouldn't be playing anymore. He's terrible. Get well, him out of the team. End up. And I know it's I know it's not wrong. It's wrong, but that's the mentality. The problem is, and as well too, there's there's a massive snobbery. If if Celtic signed a player from, uh, we say the for argument's sake, the the Ross uh, County keeper. I know what you're going to say here, Terms, but you're bang on. If, if Celtic signed the Ross County keeper, who that law, law is it law? Well, Laid law. Who, who I think he's a fine keeper, regardless of the weekend. If they signed him, it would be going bananas. But if Celtic signed the Chelsea reserve keeper, they wouldn't think, oh, geez, we're getting a fella from Chelsea. The snobbery to sign a player or give a Scottish guy a go. Is is unbelievable. Like, like as I said, everyone we were all up in arms when Ralston was given an extension in the contract because it's like, oh my god, he's rubbish, he's dreadful, he's he's this, he's that. 
But if Celtic signed Scottish players or even give young young guys a chance and it didn't work out, they'd be castigated. Whereas they have to sign a Paris Saint-Germain B-team player. Oh, you've had some Paris Saint-Germain or a Benfica guy. Yep. Like if Celtic, if Celtic had signed, if Jota wasn't with Benfica, if Jota was with... We just said... Said Murder, Lovingston, he Lovingston, Lovingston, they mean Livingston, it's a stage of signing loads of like Spanish and Portuguese players. If they dug up Yacht and he came up here and got to the league up for a year, the Celtic ran from fans with Mona Buta. They would, yeah. He said, 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 he I think they were a crowd from Denmark or something like that. I can't remember their name now. And there was a young lad, was a small guy in the wing, coloured lad, and he destroyed him. And he would have been sold for three and a half million. Now, this guy was, he wasn't just a one-off. You could see the, the serious level of skill in him. And they had a couple of players in their team and they were seriously unbelievable quality. Like, why aren't Celtic looking at, like Norway, where the Bodo Glint crowd, that, that guy, the, the winger, he went to Roma. He's not even getting a kick of the ball. That tall, bloody, that Celtic were apparently looking at him. But like, what's wrong with Norway? What's wrong with Belgium? What's wrong with those countries looking for players, for quality players? Why is it always going miles across the water? And those players aren't going to cost Celtic an arm leg. If you look at the Bodo Glint team, it's exactly like Martin is saying. Half those players came through their academy, like, and they spanked Celtic, like. Nah, that still, that still sticks in my throat. That one, man. I've been bad. I don't know who served that, that night there. She know what I mean. Yeah. I know, but no, no one, nah, no, one, no, one, no one, no one, no one knew anyone there, Mark. But look at, look at, look at, look at those players. Look at the way they played. Like, do you know? I've, I mean, I've said just what Mark was saying there, and the user saying, I've said that for a long time as well. People keep, people keep moaning, oh, well, we've got all these, we spend all this money in Lennox Town and training and stuff, and but what we're producing with it. It needs to be an exceptional, exceptional young player to break, make the grade at Celtic and break into the front, the, the first team. And it takes, an, it, it takes a certain kind of mental attitude for that young player to be able to handle doing that. Because at Celtic, every player's only judged in the last touch of the balls I've made. You know, I mean, it's like Carter Vickers there. Last week, see the goal the other week. People, oh, Greg Taylor should have been in for that tackle, right? But if you watch it again, right? I've, we spoke about it the night with Jerry. I don't know if you were on terms against Atletico Winter. The one yeah. Taylor, if Taylor went for the ball, he was getting left. The, the other guy was by him. So if the guy who touched it, the other guy was away. But nobody's blaming Carter Vickers for losing his man at the post. Carter Vickers was nowhere near his man. But he's he. I said it before, Chimbro, man. So the, but, the, the Vickers, blame, but the greater blame Greg Taylor for that. The Carter Vickers not being able to heat the ball. And even, I know, but even sir, sir, last sir, night, people saying about Joe Hart could have caught that. Aye, but Cal McGregor had booted that to hell for heaven. You know what I mean? People oh. are dragging, dragging play. It's like VAR. They're dragging play back to find something to have a pop at a certain player, in my opinion. But you have to understand as well, the Mark, certain players are always whipping boys. It's, it's like uh, Car oh, aye, Car aye. Starfield was always a whip, whipping boy, regardless of what happened. Drake Taylor's always a whipping boy, regardless of what happens. Callum McGregor can make umpteen mistakes in the game, rarely get a criticised. Like, like the time against Aberdeen where 
Partick Vickers was cut out with the ball down the line the, in the square there for the goal. All what you had fellas going was like, yeah, he got cut out there. It's not like him though. If, but if that was if that was Karen Stanfield or Liam Scales, they'd get a completely different reaction. Well, I just Matt, I that nobody into. Well, yeah, see, well, some back, players can't be blamed. See, go back to your other point, Matt, about Lennox and the, the players. There's no a clear path into our first team, regardless if you're producing players up there or no. This is who half our players are are leaving, or our youth players are leaving. They don't get a, they don't get not enough of a chance um, in the first place to try and get a crack at a whip in the first team. I mean. Tierney and McGregor uh, were nearly out the door before they even got anywhere near the Celtic first team. And if it, if it wasn't for injuries and luck, we'd maybe never have seen them playing. Some of these, these kids, are, they're, I can understand who they want to leave. Hickey was another one. They're not getting a clear uh, path or, uh, to the first team. I we know they need to be exceptional players, but for every other open was the last time I actually brought one through and, and, and have played regular. It's frightening for a club like us because every other team seems to be able to do it, even your Man City. I'd say McGregor's the last one. I think so. It's definitely under under Ronnie Ronnie Dahlia. Hickey, see guys like Hickey, even even Andy Robertson. Yeah, and what you're saying, but I'm again with you with this, Jerry. We did became the players they were if they hadn't left Celtic to go and get their chance and play games week in and week out. No, granted, but surely. Um, this is this, it. All comes back to the uh, how the, the club structured and how we, the, the, we want it to run. Would use the treble's great. Would would use any sacrifice the uh, any of these cups, say the the league cup for if we were going to be playing our youths in it, we turn around and say right, we're going to start playing our youths to give them first team games or a couple of youths um, yeah. to give them first team games if it meant is losing a cup. Would you be happy yeah. with that? I said that to start the season, actually, Jerry, to, to mark that. I said that if you have, for argument's sake, you have two, I know Ben Summers has gone out and loan, but say Ben Summers and, and uh, I don't know, one of the other lads, the fullback or something, McPherson or something like that. If, if you had one or two of those, these guys that you thought, look, these guys have a serious chance of becoming first-team players or getting in their next two seasons, I said to Mark, I would have no problem going to them. You're going to play the League Cup. However long we go on it, you're going to play the League Cup and you're going to play six home games and the games are going to be... We're going to play five home games, maybe in one away game. You're going to play against St Mirren, this, this, barren injury. Now, Celtic can't put one or two of those players on at home to St Mirren or St Johnson, whoever it is, and, and, and win a game. There's something there's something seriously wrong with the rest of the players. And because they have to believe that these two guys are one or however many individuals are good enough to step up to the Celtic team. That's what I would do. And if a guy plays a League Cup game or a Scottish Cup calendar year and plays another six or seven or eight games during the season and he's got 10 or 12, 15 games during the season, whatever it is, starting games, then you get a better look at the guy and then you can say, okay, is he up to the grade? You can't expect the guy to come on for 10 minutes or five minutes and and try to judge him. No one is, you have the hope of judging a guy for five minutes like no, well, that's obviously a bit old. Yep, it's a you different mentality coming onto the game as well. When you're five, five, ten minutes to go, if you're three or four, nothing up, you want to see them from the start when it's nothing each. My thing with that about the cups is the thing in Scotland is 
I mean, down in England, they don't care. You know what I mean? If they don't really care who wins the League Cup and the FA Cup. They don't, they, but up here, it's, it's more the kind of parochial thing. If we don't win it, they're going to win it. So I think that you kind know. of... Ho- I think that kind of hodges back for you. You're talking about turns that kind of even in, know, even in the clubs. Do you know, even within the clubs, it's always a fear of if we get put into this to say Aberdeen because we're playing young players, we'll get five young players in this team. We're playing against Aberdeen the semi final, we get put out, and Rangers are in other semi final, and they get through. That do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of that's about well, just what, in Scotland anywhere else I don't think it hangs like that matter, but in Scotland it we're that parochial about it, it does. But what I'm saying though, Marcus, I don't even be saying that I didn't be saying about putting in maybe two players. I'm not saying about putting in five or six. I'm only saying putting in right. if you've got two the likelihood is Celtic have probably got two standout players. They haven't got, probably got five or six standout players. You could if you've got two players, if Celtic can't ch- take two players out of the first team and put in two guys that they think have re- really, really look like they've got something, like a Ben Summers that I used as an example. If they're worried about doing that, then those two guys aren't good enough for the first team. It's not even about that, guys, to be fair. Um, Young Ben Summers hit it. Even Bart has got the skill to get. The problem is, we our fans idolise people at Hatati. Hatati, for me, gives the ball away 50% of the time. When he's trying to through balls, great. But his football and brain's no there. He's a cheap, really cheap, cheap player. And I don't think we've got to get the 20 million people seem to think he's got to get. Because in Europe, he's been showing up. People say about Tumble, and I am one of Tumble's biggest fans. But in the summer, he's got to walk away for free. That guy gets goals. He's got me at his stats compared to Hatati is massive. Again, with Maida, Disney Day, Palmer, brilliant. Peg, he turns up now and then with some great goals, but he's a passenger 90% of the game. It's the same as Kyogo. Kyogo brings nothing other than goals to the team. That's brilliant. But in a game like last night, it should have been O or somebody in that team. Well, I don't she understand had... why they're getting game time. See, I, dis- I disagree with you there on, on Turnbull. See the stats? Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. See the other, the other day there. Um, we wouldn't. We could have played all day if Turnbull never uh, hit that world in scores. But I, I, I feel that Turnbull only plays well. He doesn't take a game with a scuff of the neck. He plays well in stages, um, and he doesn't have enough influence in the whole game. If that makes sense, I know he scores the goal uh, that sets us in our way. But I've never, I've yet to see Turnbull take the game by scuff of the neck and have a right good game. For his last yeah. good game, was probably the first game of the season. See, I understand what you're saying there, but actually, if you watch what he does out in the park, he creates space. It's the positions he takes up in the park that yep. means he's getting marked because he can hit a world day for 20, 30 yards. They're dragging out midfielders left, right, and centre to cover him. And then mm-hmm. people like Matt O'Reilly are getting space. That's why O'Reilly yeah. was good looking in the games. Calmack's been a passenger. If you had somebody else in that midfield, like home, who's got the legs, but Calmack yep. no longer has then you look at the amount of goals we'll get. Because Turnbull as a player, even though he doesn't look like he gets up at the park, mm-hmm. watch his positions and what he takes oh, up. Yeah. It's like people say Kyogo is that good at taking up positions. No under this new system, he was, we aren't, because he played on the peripheral. But no yep. anywhere. See, what I say with Turnbull is it's, cons- it's consistency he needs to find. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. I want to what about Martin says here. I do agree with you. I really do, Martin. Uh, but I just think he needs to find it more often, be more consistent, because it's like one week he's a, a seven or eight or a ten, the next week he's a two or a ten. The next week again he's up there in the six and sevens, and then the next week he's doing it a three and four. You could just find a bit more consistency. I, I agree that Turnbull could be a great player. He's a player that I, I liked and I was excited when we signed him. I thought he was a great player in Motherwell and that he was really unlucky to get that injury. Whether that's something today we spoke about before, we don't know. But if Turnbull could keep being, could find consistency and do what he does well, more, more often, I, I wouldn't have any problem with signing a new contract to Celtic. Aye. I, I I would I would take him again, um, just just for the fact that uh, he, he does offer something different. I don't I, I would he wouldn't be my starting uh, midfielder, but I would definitely have him in and around about the squad. And Martin's made some fantastic points, but Rogers obviously sees a player in him uh, first time and this time. And when he was at Motherwell, I thought he was a fantastic player, and he. I know it got sound off, but at the time I thought um, there was going to be similarities between him and McStay. Uh, he's nowhere near hit, hit the heights, but um, he's got a wonderful striker of ball and he, 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 he does create space, but I just don't think he's enough influence in the game for me to be my starting midfielder. No, that, I, I, that's what I'm saying. If you could find more consistency, Jerry, yep. he'd, be a, he'd be a great player. Uh-huh. And again, with Kyogo, I've been saying that for so long. Again, just what Martin said, Kyogo just, it's just, I don't know what's going on with him. It's, I mean, I people are scoring goals, but it offers up, he's like a bit like Maida. Yep. But see, if, if, not, if the ball doesn't get played right to his toe, they don't, he, they don't see him. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's right. I know maybe one, maybe some, one usual no better, something live chat. Yeah, I, I saw some, some on Twitter saying that he made, he made one pass they last night. They said less Joe Hart had more touches than he had. Just have a good look. Next time he plays a game, have a look at the positions that he's taken up. Hopefully, well, the difference is Calmac and him are similar type players and what they're uh-huh. trying to do. That is the issue. Both of them on the park does the work because Lanyard, both of them don't have the legs. Turnbull would be fantastic, but you need somebody else to do the running. That's why Matt O'Reilly and somebody like Ohm would be perfect. The same as Ohm looks good when it's Calmack in the team because they two have got the legs. They don't. These players at that level sometimes don't look at... Um, God, I can't think of the guy now. Juventus. Defensive midfielder, and I'm not saying he's near the Neville, the level of that guy, but he he was the slowest player on that park. But he used to Pilo, see Marabchik was one of the slowest players I've ever seen. But was it Pilo, was it? Was unreal, and he created room for other yep. players. Look, he didn't play every, he didn't get involved in these games, but he just took up positions that created space for other players to get involved in the game. Yeah, aye. No, it's it's hard to argue any of that. Um, and that's the sign of a good player one that can kind of create the space around about them um, to make it look as if they've got tons of space. So I, I, I would go with that. 
Well, he yeah. just for me, he just I don't. This is only again his only personal opinion. I just Turnbull just doesn't strike me like a guy that has the engine to get up and down. And the pitchy, when you see when you see him playing, it's like what Mark said. We've said it loads of times. He can either he's either brilliant or he's basically you don't see. Mm-hmm. That that's again that's only personal opinion. I I think the problem is like what you said. There, Martin, at the start, when they played McGregor and Turnbull, we were saying this even at the start of the year when they played the first few games, they're too similar. They're too similar. Neither of the two of them are, neither the two of them get up the park and get back to park. Mm-hmm. They just, they just don't have the legs between the two of them to do it. And I, I, I like for me, I, 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 I get the Hitate one, but I, 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 I really like him. I really like Hitate. I think. Obviously, Hitate looks like he looks like he can run all day long. O'Reilly's been fantastic so far this season. The problem with the McGregor one is, even though Holm looks a really, really good quality player and really good on the ball, Cal Mack seems to be undroppable. Or on even even for even for a game at home to St. Mirren or St. Johnson or whoever maybe, where it's an ideal time to put your Holm in there and or a Turnbull in that's holding role if you want that. And O'Reilly and Atata, whoever maybe mix it up, but they make all the changes even the other day in the game, but they still play McGregor. You know, yeah, he's, he's basically he's not going to get it. He's not he, that Holm should be getting more game time, but he's not likely to with what's McGregor's playing every week. See, for that's me, that's just a bishop in there, Jerry. Not a bishop in John. Would you offer Kimble a new contract? I'd give Turnbull a new contract tomorrow. Ask Rangers fans about how many goals he sold at their side in the summer and then look what happened. Guys, you can't. Turnbull's a player you need. Domestically, he can unlock a low block. Europe, I don't think he's got the legs, and that's being honest. But if he can come on and give you 30 minutes in a game where you had your backs against the wall and then hit a worldie, the last te- the last twenty minutes, yeah, a European game. That's the type of player you need in your team. I wouldn't play him all every day, every week from the start. But I have no that- problem agreeing with you. I agree, Jimmy's a squad player, but I definitely not. He wouldn't be a starter for me. And he'd he'd start some games, but not. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be my my first choice. Three mid in the three in the midfield. If they're playing three in the midfield, I agree. As a squad player, he'd be he'd be ideal, but. Well, it wouldn't be a starter. It wouldn't be a starter according, for me. According to, according to Rogers, the contract's on the table. That's it's up to Turnbull whether he's going to sign it or no. So is, he, is there interest in him? There's got. To, I mean, let's face it. There's got. To, there'll be teams out there that would, would take Turnbull in a heartbeat. Guys, yeah, there is. Uh, the summer, I told. I remember right. I said in the summer to you guys that Southampton and Bournemouth and Leeds. And a few other the South London clubs were actually looking at Turnbull. The kids ability, the guy can play. This isn't somebody. This isn't a fluke that he's there. The guy can play, and it's just unfortunate that our management team cannot see this. But it wasn't a first team starter with Angelo, so that with two managers that have no fancy them as a first team starter. I think it comes down to Turnbull's ambition. If he'd be happy to be playing every now and then, or if he's at a stage in his career where he thinks, no, I want to be a first-team starter and playing every week for a team. 
it's up to him. But, but could it could he knuckle down and become a become a first team starter for Celtic? Do you think? Well, I mean, Roth thought he no. did, but it's not really not what No, not in that system. Not a four three three. I don't. I, I, I don't think he's uh, he's able to play start for Celtic. I just don't think. Uh, it's not all about running. I just. I, I think the way we are set up. I just don't think he's get the the legs or the quickness or the speed of play. To to, to to play first team for yeah, I think this I is mean, right I think Calmac should be rested in the games and Tumble should come in. These two should be rotated, even though Calmac's a captain. He is 31, 32 and played an extortionate amount of games yep. over the last couple of seasons. So you could actually play both of them and have them in the team. Tumble at heart came to Celtic because he's a Celtic fan. Look at his injury, he came back to play for Celtic. This guy wanted to play at our club. And as far as Ange, Ange was selfish. He didn't fancy Gigi. No, but well, that's he, true. Grand and I think, I think Gigi brought a lot more in the physical domain. Look yeah. at Gigi against the Huns. He's been, to be fair, Kyogo's done it. But Gigi was a different option. And we had, we had Gigi last night. We had an outball. Yep. I'd agree with you there, mate. Definitely. It's just, I just don't think... Uh, it, it all comes down to Turnbull. Does he is he happy to gonna be playing every now and then? Or is he what is he at that stage where he thinks, No, I want to I want to be playing every week? But for our homegrown, uh real I think we would need him anyway, regardless in a selfish aspect. I think he'd be needed for the European uh registration. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, that's that's a nonsense that as well. Even when you think about it, you're maybe holding back young players' careers a bit. There I said with Andy Robertson became Andy Robertson or Hickey became Andy Hickey. Do you know what I mean? Young players yep. that left Celtic go out and play every week. You know, I mean, we've held back players just either own better money than they can maybe get offered in Scotland or whatever so they stay at Celtic. But they're, no, they're not progressing any kind of career. They're just no. sitting there stagnating and that UEFA ruling is that holding back even young players progressing? Whether it's at Celtic or anywhere else, is it holding back the kind of youth progression of the game? It's that Warren having the, the that you've got to have the youths in. Now you've got to have a couple of youths in your first team squad or your match day squad. Aye, aye. You can not unlimited amount say under eight, under twenty ones or something. Beggars belief because you you know they're not going to get on. They're not going to get anywhere near. They're just there to take up a spot in the bench. So again, that's staggering them and holding them back rather than them getting any experience of uh, playing football. I mean, just look, I don't know, look, say, say Stephen Welsh, you know, our future Celtic captain, Stephen Welsh. <laughs> right, but he's been plugging away at Celtic. He's never really going to get into the first team, a first choice. But he's maybe getting two or three grand a week more than he's going to get if he'd went to Dundee United when they want him. So, uh-huh. is he, like Scott Bain, is Scott Bain just happy there to sit at Celtic, make up the numbers because they're getting a few more pounds and they're getting somewhere else? It's just, it's a weird one. It's a, it's a kind of real, because back to, maybe showing my age, but uh, they meant it was a three foreigner real thing that they had in yeah. teams. Because, I mean, yeah. that held back, that held back Man United for years in winning that European Cup. Aye. You know what I mean? Because you were all allowed three foreigners in your team at the time and stuff like that. And I think that's the rule about having so many 
homegrown players in your squad. I think that's a lot of nonsense as well. Because you're, right. you're putting players into it that they're only there because of where they were born. Right. It's, needed it's needed because of their talent. Or where they, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. What about getting uh, a couple of my saying talk about uh, Gigi bringing them back? Could we get him in loan? That American League's done for the season, isn't it? Aye, 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 that's it, finished, isn't it? Mm. GG will never come back, guys. I wouldn't imagine no. so, but... No, nah. I think... Who, is Jenkins getting a lot more money than he was here? No, I just think he no. was badly treated. Aye. That's, and, I, honestly, look at players like Matt O'Reilly and that, who said they were got to leave because of Ange. I think the guy was just badly managed. And yep. to be fair, your point on this um, homegrown players thing, I think we should be limited to the amount of foreigners we have, maybe six per squad, and then we then they, we'd have to have an encouragement to bring through you players. I'm on the completely out of the scale because I remember a low man you were held back for years there, a top tier team. But if they had six foreigners, they would have won. But they had some really good English players, schools, gigs, like players coming through. David, no, I'm, getting, I'm getting back before that, but. I'm getting back when to guys like it was like when Tantanak and Chelskis, uh, Schmeichel, Paborski, guys like do you know what I mean? Before mm-hmm. the, the, like the young the, the young Man United team came through, even uh, Cantona was counted as a foreigner. Yeah. Oh, he was. In fact, uh, in fact, it was maybe even Giggs. I can't even remember. Right? It was maybe, is that not how Lee Sharp he was yeah. game time? Uh, I think Giggs was even counted as a foreigner. No, gig should have been because it was British players. I remember playing championship manager way back in the day. <laughs> oh my, we've got a, we've Mikey, Mikey, we've got a square go for you. We've got a UFC match lined up. So um, it was, it was, it was three foreign non-EU players at the time. So if you had an EU passport, you had a certain amount, and then it was three like world foreign players. We remember the rules, right? Mm-hmm. I was remember famously Inter, Inter Milan or wasn't it Inter Milan and AC Milan they had the Dutch and then they had the German boys. Aye. Bullet uh, and Van Basten and Rijkaard and Muller and or Muller and what is it? Um, the fullback and the uh, Inter Milan had the German boys and the Dutch had the the, the Dutch with AC Milan. Aye. As a long time ago. <laughs> and then that was back to back to Giacomacchi's man. You get but was it player of the year or something like that? Or the other into their best Aye, year? Newcomer. Was it best foreigner or something? Best newcomer Aye. or something in the league? And yet, and yet Messi won Ballon d'Or. Aye. I like that competition, right? I said this the other night, right, man? Who do you think should have won it hands down? And I hate, I hate the, the, I, I, do, I hate the league and everything, but Harley should have won that without a doubt. How can you win the treble and score the most goals and everything and still not win it? Like, I actually think, uh, yeah, Harland or Jude Bellingham actually. But in fairness, if you win, if you, if you win the treble, is in your the league, the cup, and European cup, and a top score and all of it, and you still can't win it, something seriously wrong. Like, yeah, I, I, it should have been Harland. I read an argument on Twitter, and it was only, it was a bit, I don't know why. I was just sitting in bed. Probably stone to be honest, and it was about five hundred odd messages, and it was just guys arguing about if Jude Bellingham was the best player in the world. 
just there when you mention him, Martin, and I mean, the guy, he's a fantastic player, there's no doubt about it, but come on, he's nowhere near the best player in the world. Uh, he's, a, he's a Rolls Royce player he's getting there. Aye, eventually, oh, in a couple of years' time, aye, definitely. I class him as maybe one of the best young players in the world. Aye, but you can't, definitely. You can't, uh, you can't put him up there as one of the best ever to play the game and stuff like that, some of the, some of the stuff you see on that social media and that. Did you, oh, no, did you no, know? No. Sorry, Martin, on you go. I was going to say, no, you can't put him up there with one of the best in the world. You can't say he's on the level of Messi or Ronaldo or Maradona or Pelé yet. But that guy is class. High skills. You... Got to, see, to be honest, skills, two years ago, I said he was got to be some player and he never got a chance under Ange. So, to be fair, the point about Turnbull not being fancied by Ange doesn't really matter to me. Or skills, because Rogers mm-hmm. was got to sell him in the summer. This yep. was a class player. It's, I'm, I'm loving Liam skills in it. I'll be honest, I'm him and Matt O'Reilly. I'm loving the two of them. Mate, I was a big fan two years ago. I said when skills signed, and it was actually on another podcast at the time. I said, look, this Scales guy is amazing. I've seen him play. And to be fair, I'd play, I actually play Scales at left-back rather than Taylor. And I'd rather see Taylor at defensive mid because the balls that Scales can hit into the goal is unreal sometimes. Look at his goal against Rangers. JFP's want to talk about the King's speech today. I couldn't tell you, mate. I don't get to see it unless it's Disney Channel. <laughs> no, I, I, I hope you're right, Martin, about scales. Um, I wouldn't have been sad to see him or O'Reilly go um, before the start of this season. But now uh, I think scales and O'Reilly are two of the first teams, uh, first names in the team sheet. And I just think he's, uh, he's he's not let himself down in any of the games he's played, whether it's domestically or Europe in, in Europe. So long may they continue the pro- uh, progression. And you think where he was at last season with, with playing with Aberdeen to where he is now, he's going away playing in the Champions League, the Atletico. So it's a testament to the guy's character. So long may it continue. Every single test that we're put, put in front of skills, he's passed it with flying colours. Yep. As, I, as yep. I said earlier on, I, th- I honestly think Skills has performed better in the Champions League than Carter Vickers has. Aye, do you, you can argue with that. You just want to try and see him uh, score for a corner for us. I don't think I can remember the last time we seen somebody score directly for a corner for us. So I think he, my money's been him to score. On Skills? Aye. He's the only one that can attack the ball. Have I? Our set pieces are abysmal. Aye. We've said that, and we've said that for seasons. Haven't we? We've said that for about two or three years when we started doing this podcast. Celtic's free kicks, set pieces, corner kicks, and everything are absolutely shocking. It's the kind of stuff you'd expect schoolboys to be doing. Just hidden hope. Yeah, but that's, guys, that's down to the coaching, I think. That's no down to the players. Turnbull, Turnbull can hit a corner. Palmer can hit a corner and hit free kicks. Scales Palmer's free kicks free is kicks one of the things well. that caught my attention, Martin. His free kicks in that on YouTube. Scales, what Scales goals when he played in Ireland, by the way? But free kicks as well. 
these players are not players that can't hit free kicks. It's due to our coaching and our style of play. We need to change our style of play and our fans don't like it because they, want, they say it's a Celtic way. We need to change a little bit and grow with modern times. Our set plates are not great. We need a coach in who's actually an attacking coach who actually the amount of chances that we waste that we create and waste or we need a coach and an actual striking coach with somebody who is tactical on that side they need to, they need a bit of variety as well rather than just every corner or half the times they take a short corner when the center backs are up and all of a sudden they don't even cross it in other times it's just a nameless fang into the middle of the box like what's wrong with a variety of Trying to ping the ball to the if Turnbull is playing, we all know he's got a good a good peg at him. Trying to drill a low ball out to Turnbull at the edge of the box outside the box and let him have a crack from a corner. You know what I mean? Or just vary it up a little bit rather than as you said, we haven't scored from it. We haven't scored a header. So why you know, if we're struggling at that, why not you know try and vary it? Even the free kicks. Why is it always just a nameless latch at the ball? Why not try and maybe even slide one down the side of the wall, someone running off it, like the way the Dutch scored against Argentina in the last minute in the, the World Cup. Something, some just something different, like. All, all you need to do is, if it comes off once in a game, it could be a goal, like. Just try something different. Right, see, yes. you're, you're saying here, Martin, but do you, I mean, do you think we should have a, that kind of coach in? I'm, I'm a great believer. I'm a great believer. See, for like, say, pieces and free kicks, let, let players try to... Stuff in the training ground. Do you know what I mean? Spend time. Let players off. We'll try this, we'll try that and see if it comes off a few. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just sitting diagrams, you do this, you do that. Just let players try and kind of express what they want to do a few times and let's see what happens. Rather than just constantly trying to do the same thing over and over again and hope we get a different outcome to it. See, I, I personally think that that's fine. But coaching having somebody of that class in your actual team to coach and say, look, try this, try that, try different systems. Somebody who's actually done it, an attacking coach. But, and I'm surprised with Kuehl, this isn't a hand. I was just going to mention him. He's been fantastic, but we also need somebody that has strike, an actual striker who put the ball in the net time after time, who's actually got a decent ounce of coaching to come in. And actually go, this is, you're missing this chance, you're missing this chance. If you look, we should be at a 50% strike rate. We're somewhere in the region of 2 3% of chances created. We'd nearly, I don't know how many, 20, 30 shots at goal against the team on Wednesday night. And we get three goals. Mm-hmm. That for a club, that's only 3%. For a club of earth. For a club our size and the amount we spend in our league, that should have been seven eight nil. I'm sorry, but that's just no right. You need another coach in there to teach them how to put the ball in the net. If they can't teach them, then move the players on. But your last year, could, last could year, a, Martin, could a, could a coach teach Kyogo to be a better striker at his age? I. I certainly you get coach and he's got the natural finishing ability. So you get a coach who can teach him positional play and how to teach up and how to play. And whether in the system, he could be a fantastic player, even at his age. Well, look at um Lubo Marabchik. He became a better player the older he got 
because he learned different things in different leagues. So there's better players. Like, look at, you say Gigi went to America. He was really poor up until he went to that team in Holland and then was great. And he learned how to play in Holland, how to play with the Dutch style. So you can definitely teach a new, an old player new tricks. No, I just, I'd, read, I'd read, I've said it before, Chiki Yogo, though he scored plenty of goals in that, I don't think you can put him, I'm not even going to even say the likes of Henke or that, I'm going to, I've said that, I don't think you can put him in the even same brackets, the likes of Lee Griffiths and Gary Hooper. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's that out and out goal sniffing kind of striker. The way Celtic played, they need. For me, Kyogo is in clear. Look, Kyogo should be playing half a wing. That's what he played in Japan. Aye, we've spoke, I've spoke about that. We have. I mean, I've said if we signed him, I wanted to kind of see him see like playing like a number 10, the camera over that, Martin. I've said that all along for the very first game I've watched him. But as you said, he spent his career in Japan in the left wing. He's, right wing, actually. Me, was it a right wing? Well, he just, he's not, he's just for me, he's not got that kind of striker's instinct that likes even Gary Hooper and Lee Griffiths had. And I, I'll say it again as well. Although he scored a hell of a barrel load of goals for his side, Gary Hooper and Lee Griffiths have scored a hell of a lot more than like an Ange team. See, like Ange's team, the two year with Ange there, they'd have, they'd have scored. Barrow that goes under range in that I, team. I totally agree with you on that. And I, I'm not saying Lee Griffiths by any stretch of the imagination is a great player. You know how to put the goal in it, the ball in the net, and his strike rate was up phenomenal for what he was. I mean, he was only a couple of million, for God's sake. But you imagine O and then Kyogo running in behind. No. I'm surprised that hasn't been played. The only reason is because my Maeda runs a bit like a headless chicken. <laughs> what? That, that's that's the only. I know. I know. It's, I, but, it, but, it, it's weird, but we keep saying it every week. He doesn't add anything to the team apart from running a bit like headless chicken. But it seems to we seem to need it. We seem to need that. We seem to need them in there, didn't we? That's just trying to control his first touch. <sighs> I think I think Maeda is in there to cover the lack of legs. Or the lack as a central defensive midfielder. That's the issue. A big all most of our issues come back to not having a central defensive midfielder to cover the back line. That's Martin joined my fan club the night with that statement alone, I think, lads. <laughs> so I I'd be, I'd be like midfielder. We have one and Taylor. I, I hate to say it, I seen Taylor as a young boy playing, because I did watch a lot of youth football back in the day, because I did like jam like I said, I played a lot of championship manager back in the days, and to be honest, the players that I've seen play at central defensive mid in our team are unreal. We've got a wah, the guy is technically good, he's strong, he can play off the ball, that's our Korean guy, yep. we haven't seen much of him, he's a rough, don't get me wrong, I'd like to see him out in loan for the last part of the season to get him ready for next season. But he he's big. But again, I think Taylor's the perfect answer for a defensive midfield or Welsh. And these are two players that can play there. And I hate to say it, I'd actually look maybe at resting Carmack one and two games and keeping them fresh for Europe as our captain. And then maybe using 
Turnbull or home. And same with Matt O'Reilly. These guys cannot play game in, game out. It's a completely different game. And levels, you need a fitness. When you get to that level, to where it used to be, where guys played 50, 60 games a season and had no issues, you can play maybe 30, 35 games at these types of levels and then you need rested. I, I wouldn't be against uh, Calmat getting uh, a wee spell out, Martin. Definitely no. Um, I think he's maybe he's maybe needing it uh, just to get himself back up to speed and all the rest of it. But I've uh, I've always liked uh, the look of Awata. Um, I think he's very comfortable with the ball. He's strong, and you never never ever see him giving the ball away. So I think uh, it'd be ideal to slot in there. You'd know what to play with CDM and uh, domestically, or I wouldn't really like to see us play with CDM domestically. And I don't think with a four-three-three, um, it's the ideal formation to be playing with a CDM. So I think he would try to change his whole formation if he was going to be playing with one. But seems like when we're talking about like a CDM, I'm not. I'm. I'm well, I don't know what you I mean, I'm not talking about like just like a kind of a hatchet man ball winner. I'm talking about. Like, a ball playing CDM. You know what I mean? Like we spoke about earlier on, Lewis Ferguson could have slotted JFP. JFP, we're talking about Lewis Ferguson again. He would have been ideal in that role because he could do everything. But so it's not really an out and out like CDM, like old hard man, that kind of guy we want. We want somebody that can obviously play a bit. But Guys, tell us. Sorry, mate. Well, I was just going to say, Cal Mack can play a bit, but he can't do the tackling side yet. If he could get somebody wait, that could tackle and pass the ball about the way McGregor does, it would be ideal. But again, could we afford a player like that? As Terence keeps kind of going on when we speak about the players we need because it would cost a hell of a lot of money. But we had a Lewis Ferguson, even John getting back to you like a John McGinn, that kind of player. Guys, we've got that in our own use. We got that. We have got that. Greg Taylor. Honestly, he, he's passing. He might not pass world, he passes, but he keeps it simple and he's already playing an inverted midfield role. So he should be able to slot in and look at some of Welsh's ability on the ball as well. He can ping world, he passes for his youth days. It's no we need to go and spend money. A lot as well. You look at the stuff in Japan, it has range of passing. So we've got technically gifted CDMs. It's no anything about no playing them about them not being there it's just they don't get played and I don't think Rogers is the man for it because I think he's just trying to appease fans because he's history I think it was a mistake and that's dirty where it is who, who would you go to sorry I was just going to say there Martin he, he, that's a fair point but in saying that the, the Spurs manager never played with the CDM either they played they played Callum Mack in that role, and there he had a wire and all these guys. I'm not disagreeing with you now, but the problem is once Callum Mack is there, he's going to play technically in that role, even though he's he's nowhere near the, a, a CDM. But once he's there, he's going to play in that role, and that's that's the prop. That's the problem. If you are going to try a Welsh, or you're going to bring Taylor into that position, or a Wata, who, who I really do like. I, I like Holm as well. I need those guys who can play that position. But we Celtic play a guy who's not a CDM in that role in the sense like. So once Callum Mack is there, no one's gonna get it no one's gonna get a sniff at it. That's the problem. I agree with you on what you're saying, but that's the problem with Callum Mack there. Yeah, just on one way and 
he didn't need to play one domestically, and everybody's right in saying that. But when it came to Europe, we get scalped, we got embarrassed in the Champions League we had. Let's not sing any graces. Bordeaux glimpse was an embarrassment, and he allowed it to happen. So I'm not a big fan of what I'm saying. He only, he only dominated domestically because Rangers were weak, and are still weak. But the only thing I would say is to follow up what Mark said is the the CDM the CDM role is nearly taken too much as like Mark said it's a the old style hatchet man at back there. But like Parliament say come back before he left when Beaton had to come in, he did the he did the game well. You you're asking about a guy who read, reading of the game is good and who's a good passer of the ball. Not necessarily a hatchet man, but he can help and cover. It's it's McGregor just can't do that for me, whereas Iwata can do that, Holland can do that. I, I, I trust you, you've watched a lot of football and stuff that you know that obviously Greg Taylor can and you're saying Stephen Welch is very good at it. Well, I, I, I wouldn't have an issue with saying the CDM type person in even in when we play in Scotland. It's not a CDM, it's just someone dictating the play. Someone def- still giving a little bit of cover because if Celtic are having the wingers or the fullbacks bombing forward. I don't see a problem with a fella just sit dictating the midfield play. And if it's a CDM that they'd call it, then so be it. Like when Beaton was there and he was hiding that bit of cover. I I, I don't see a problem with Celtic playing someone like that in 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 the domestic footballers. And certainly in Europe they need it. And they have they've needed it for I don't know how many years now and we've said it. And as long as they continue not to bother to play that position, they'll continue to have the results that they had last year and this year. Yeah, domestically though, we don't need that. That's what Taylor does. So it's in Europe, we actually need to sort of get that sorted out. Domestically, Taylor, if you watch, fills in, in that defensive mid-roll on the left-hand side, where Calmax pushes forward. That's part of the inverted fullback. And to be fair, with the teams we come up against, low block, 90% of the time, we don't need it. He can go forward and score goals. The majority of teams in Scotland, the majority of teams in Scotland, let's be honest, it's Carter Vickers and Welsh that are playing as a kind of CDMs and pushing the game on. Because most of these teams play the, the ten men behind the ball. Do you know what I mean? Domestically, yeah. it's just McGregor Scale and Welsh them. play that. Aye, McGregor and Welsh. McGregor and Scales play the CDM roles and try to push on the, the passes. But again, even in Scotland, you've got to tweak the game to. Get the players used to playing a certain way. They know when it comes to Europe, it's just a couple of tweaks that you just keep. It's the same tactics, the same system, but just one or two tweaks, and that makes all the difference. I mean, don't, I mean, your CDM is a guy that if your left back you caught in position, he was able to cover it. If your right back was caught up field, he was able to cover it. McGregor, I mean, McGregor, even in Europe, I've, I've said it for years. Every game McGregor plays in Europe, I expect him a yellow card. For a simple reason, he cannot tackle. I go back to that big, uh, who was it? That mud, that Mudrick played played with. Shakhtar. Was it Shakhtar Mudrick? But there was a goal that we conceded with him the other year, and it was a million, million percent McGregor's fault because he, he just didn't have the legs. And if he'd made the tackle, he'd probably go and get a red card. And that's always what it is. And even you look at, even in the Derby game and stuff like that, McGregor. You can't rely on McGregor to tackle go a 50-50. And to play no, in that I position, you, you, I, to play in that position, 
at Celtic, for me, that's just, that's no good enough. That's one of the weakest part, parts of his game is actual 50-50 tackles and just winning the ball. Calmack was brilliant as playing on the left-hand side with Brown, but Brown was the one that had to dig and had that nose to go in and wind players up. You need that. That's what Atletico did to us last night. They had players in players' bases. Been it chatting, look at their bench. The minute Maeda's challenge went in, every one of them was up there. Gain stick. That's why they got the red card. It's literally the fact that our team are, oh, we're better than this. We don't get involved. No, you need to get involved in the nitty-gritty. And that is just the way it is. Guys, I'm going to have to leave it for the night because what's wrong with me and I've had to... Go in and cover somebody for a couple of hours. Oh, be bothered, Martin. We'll be waiting up the next five minutes anyway. Aye, brilliant, right. Martin. Honestly, God, I put, me, I, put a wee, I put a wee message on the private chat to get in touch with me. You're more than welcome to mate. I've got your email, mate. The next time I'm on, I'll get um, I'll get all the Discord set up and that, guys. All right. Okay, I will. good man. Good, good speech. Right. Brilliant, right. honestly. Right. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Martin. Good night. Good night. All right, cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Bye-bye. We breath of fresh air, that wouldn't it? No, half pay. Somebody talks shades rather than us bambling on a lot of shit. <laughs> Apart from you, Ter. Uh, Thanks, boys. Uh, we horn swallow doesn't talk shit. No, he's talking out of shit. Don't worry, boys. That's <laughs> my words. My words. Thanks for that tonight. It's been emotional. Oh, but no finished yet. Well, you know, I thought I was that right. No, no, just not for a couple of minutes. Just what about the weekend? What do you think for the weekend? Eh, three nothing. I'll go for. New Year, New Year, no European hangover then. Nah, that shit's a lot of nonsense, mate. I don't buy into it either. Nah, we've we've we're back at Celtic Park. We've got to we've got to go for it. Three three nothing. I'd go for. Definitely be a couple of changes after the the weekend, I think. Yeah, after the midweek game. So no, I'll go with I, I would go with three nothing. Who's your what with yourself? Oof. After watching last night, I'd take one nothing. Aye. But I'm, Aye, I'm expecting I'm expecting a reaction. I'd, all that European hangover, man. That does my boxing. I know Jerry Aye. really does all that part. Of. Aye. And if players are tired. And that, see that again. I don't know. Was, I thought John Hartson was a bit of a redneck on that commentary last night. I don't like the listening to him. I know he's he's a, he's a legend. I loved him as a player, but I, I just don't like listening see, to the big man. I mean, is I don't. It's like oh, Celtic players are they're out in their feet. They've gave everything. Is, there, is there a problem with the fitness? With the fitness, then you get what I mean. It's like you never heard that with Ange, did you? Or oh, they're out mm-hmm. in their feet and stuff like that. No, listen, we went down to 10 men uh, before against them. It was no, it's, it's all in the head. We had chucked, we had chucked it after the third goal. It, that's, what it, that's what it was. It's no, it doesn't come down to fitness. Sometimes it's mentality. It's, it's yeah, Bobby, mentality. Yeah, Bobby asking is Martin, is Martin Greg Taylor's agent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I must admit, I wouldn't fancy seeing Greg Taylor at CDM. No, but obviously he's seen him and thinks he can do a job and it's all about opinions, you know what I mean? No, definitely, mate, 100%. Different guys like that owned, you know what I mean? Yep, 100%. And Des earlier on as well, big up Des for coming on too. What yep. about you, Terms? What's your verdict for the weekend? 
It's, you just have to win. Whatever, whatever, whatever scoring, they just have to win. I mean, you can't be using an excuse. Like, look, they're professional footballers. They play the match Tuesday night. They're not playing again till Saturday. They was on in, he was on in Spain. It wasn't the other side of the world. Correct. They're, they're home. They're not probably, tr- they probably didn't train today. They probably came in and did a bit of, probably hit the day off, or whatever. They'll be back doing light sessions during the week. Get a grip on themselves. Like. Yep. They couldn't be tired. Like, sweet Jesus. Like, they played a soccer match. That's all they played, like, football match. They got, they got the, they got the arse baiting off them. So if I was any one of those players, I'd be wanting to, I'd be coming out embarrassed and I'd be coming out to prove a point. Uh-huh. And coming out team, and make it. Would your team be? Would you, uh, change, would you go for? I've, I, well, see, the difference is what I would do and what he's going to do are worlds. Uh, uh, that seems to be a kind of go to every time you ask that, isn't it? It makes sense. Right, so mix it in then. What would you go for? What do you think he'd go for? Well, if, well, if it was me. I, I would I would play I would play the I would play Hart. The back four would pretty much stay the same. Hart, barring any injuries, Hart, Taylor, Scales, Vickers, AJ. I would be playing Holm or Awat. One of those two. I'd probably Holm in the hole in midfielder role. I'd be playing O'Reilly. Um was I'd probably try. I'd probably give O a start up front. I think he deserves a go. And you, the problem is, I do. Are you, you're kind of, you're kind of, you're kind of limited in, in in the the winger side of it. You'll probably still play Palman. You'll probably wind up playing playing Maeda because there isn't. Or maybe Yang, maybe Yang, or maybe Yang instead of Maeda. Palma one wing, Yang the other wing. Um, who did I say? I said Holden, O'Reilly, and. I, I don't know who else is playing there with him, to be honest. I wouldn't be playing McGregor. Maybe maybe they'll play Turnbull, I don't know, but you know, I, I would yeah, I don't know. I'd probably they'd probably stick he'd probably play Turnbull, Awata and O'Reilly and O up front and Palma and Yang on the wings. Just to freshen up something different. But he's not gonna do that. He's pretty much gonna do he's pretty much gonna say this do the same team like Hmm? Many, many players was that? He said, what was it 11? I said, I need them two well, players. I said, oh, I don't want to do. He's about 12, 15 players here. <laughs> Where did you go to school? He <laughs> said about five midfielders. I didn't. I said fucking two boys. I said one or two. I said, either one or a water. <laughs> fucking clown, you. <laughs> Yep. Right, so who would you start then? <laughs> yeah, no talk anymore. There's no rugby. Fuck <laughs> off. Proper sports anyway, Bobby. Who would you play, uh, Jerry? Who's your team? Well, obviously, back, your team is Yankee will go for. I can't the first game that sets itself, didn't it? Aye, back four. Mm. They're the same. They keep her obviously the same. Then I think you've all played Turnbull. Um, I can't see him drop McGregor, however. I would drop McGregor and I'd be playing home. Uh, I think Holmes got to uh, get minutes, um, and I, I I like the look of him. Bernardo's hot and cold had a good game, then a not so good game. Um, I would be playing O'Reilly, so I'd go O'Reilly, Awata, and Home if it's me. However, he'll go O'Reilly, McGregor, 
and Turnbull. And then up front, I would be giving O a chance uh, with Yang and Palmer on the wings. However, he'll go with Maida, Kyogo and Palmer. Be careful now, Jerry. He's going to start pulling you about the number and name people you call out no, there now. No, <laughs> yeah. no I don't think he's going to no, I think I think Turnbull will start, but I've got yep. a heavy, sneaky, sneaky suspicion that Forrest is going to start. Oh, Forrest. Jesus. I know, I, I do. And I'd like to see you start, but I don't think that's going to happen. But so you will no. probably start, but I've got a heavy, sneaky suspicion that Forrest is going to start. Which week do you think that? Just the same as we thought last another week and he was, was on? I, I just... I, well, he's going to need to get some game time in his legs because he's going to be playing the Champions League for us. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, for all he's done. Good cares in that and the, the suspensions for the next game. But so I think I do. I think Forrest will start. Or, I mean, seems again. It's, it's a bit for me. It's a bit like Turnbull. Forrest, what I mean is like we all kind of mump and groan about Forrest, but. He just seems to be in there. Rogers seems to like him, didn't he? Aye. Aye. I mean, he's never going to be the first name in the team sheet, but it just seems to be a player like Rogers seems to like. Is it? Is it back to because the last team you see that he knows he can trust him? He knows he. When, when he doesn't, well, he's like a crab mark. He can only go sideways. If you're a full-back marking him, you know he's never going to try to go outside you. Every time he gets the ball, he passes it inside. Every time. I said he's like a crab. He can only go sideways. Like He can't go forward at all. Like. <laughs> you know, I mean, he offers very little. Like He was a great servant to the club, but he's, he offers very, very little. Like. And that, but that is really all you can put. For me, it is, I'm not slagging the guy off. I mean, he puts up 15 seasons and I know he scored or something, right? The stats, it's difficult to kind of speak for himself, but for me, it should have a, a player that's been accepted for that length of time as an attacking player out in the wing should have more than just just out of 100 goals. Do you get what I mean? When you look at the numbers, oh, guys, I should have been. Do you get what I mean by that, and not putting it doing that much because he's been here for donkey's years, he's won a stack of medals in that fair play to him. But for me, it should have been a hell of a lot better player than he actually became. Oh, yeah, listen, it's a, it's a very poor ratio return for, you know, seasons and games played with goals scored. Like, so, I mean, you're on it, you're on a simple team that predominantly got 75% possession, if not more, in most games in Scotland. Like, you know what I mean? Create probably anywhere from 12 to 20 chances in the game. Like, you know what I mean? That's a that's a that's a, that's a, a poor return. I know people say no, it's a hundred goals, but hundred goals in fifteen years. Ah, it's not setting no, no, the head on fire, right? No, not at all. I mean, what did you say? You had two or three great exceptional seasons with it when Patrick Roberts was not these huge. Mhm. Yeah, that's that. But I uh, definitely, I can see him start. I can definitely see him starting at the weekend. And I mean, it's a safe well, Obviously, the defence can just speak for itself. And McGregor's going to start. I think Turnbull will start. 
she's really but the fence but but midfield kinda gets to be a bit like a fence because you know the McGregor's gonna start. So it takes away one position to even try and guess it really, didn't it? You know yep. if Matt Reddy's yes. fit, he's gonna start. So for me there's only one other position in the midfield that sort of grabs. And I think that'll probably be Turnbull Turnbull at the weekend. In the front three, they'll just he'll go with the same old same old but with Forrest in the right. Kyogo always no got to start or Kyogo, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But again, he needs minutes and he's 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 been doing well when he's came on. Well, he, he seems to be it seems to be just Was that sorry? It seems to be pretty much the same eleven every week if they're available. It does very, very rarely changes. Predictable getting into it. I mean, this, it got like a bit like this with Ange, didn't it? Uh, it was very, very much the same. Uh, but, but, I mean, it's like if if X player plays, you know, oh, we're going to play this certain way, but if Y player plays, we'll play another way. But it just seems to be just if everybody's fit, they'll play. It's just predictable week in and week out, and nothing's going to really change it that way. Oh, that makes it a lot easier for the opposition, doesn't it? Like Athletic Athletic over did last night. They Aye. But, you know what I mean? Ripped us apart. But that uh that with with this with, what's his name? Palmer and Maida uh been unavailable for a European game, it gives them the chance to change formation. He could go to that four, two, three, one. Um and and, and switch with, it up. Before Forrest and Mikey Johnson. Not at all, no, no, I no, but who's going to be the winners? With Palmer and Maida? If you're going 4 2 3 1, you would have McGregor and Awata. You've still got home, O'Reilly and Yang, and then you could have Kyogo Aro up front. I know it's far fetched, but you've still got a, you've still got enough to do that rather than play. Two waste jer- jerseys and Forrest and Johnson. But why didn't why couldn't he play three five two and have Far or Alistair Johnson as a as a wing back and I don't know if Taylor could play the wing back. Yeah, I know, there's, if there's, there's possibilities, I definitely. And 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 have to, and have you can have you can have your genuine hold a midfielder in there as protection as well if need if he needs be to cover. You know, even because Alistair Johnson will get up and down the uh, get get up and down the wing all day long. Even go like you could bring one against these teams, which is like just basically a mere defensive four two three one. Do you know what I mean? But you imagine like imagine you're on the right hand side of the midfield, you get like uh, AJ and Ralston. You know what I mean? Then you've got yeah. the three midfielders. So you're only playing with one up front basically, but. When you're attacking, you, be, you change the formation and your forward players get forward. But when, yep. when you're pinned back, you're, you're, well, you're well set up to defend the ball. No, no. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, I know it's not an attractive sounding. It's like a 4 5 one, but it could be something that Celtic could probably maybe look at. Aye, for sure. Yeah, well, you, you, you know, it, it's at the end of the 
It's at the end of the day, Mark, it's about results. Like, So it doesn't really matter what the formation is. We're still to get a result. And if it means four or five one gets a result, then so be it. Like, yep. like the, other, the other ones aren't working. One, one nothing or five nothing, it doesn't matter as long as you get a one. Yeah, exactly. I, I would like to see. I would like to see just before you go. I'd like. I'd like to see Celtic try a formation in the in a league game before they go into the Champions League game. I know that sounds a bit strange. No, mix up. If there's like two or three, no, not my game terms. Mix up, try a new formation that we're going to use in Europe and get. Yeah. There's no. There's no point. There's no point just going into a European game and all of a sudden trying to change something and. Saying okay, we're going to play three at the back. No, we're going to play wing backs, and I want you to do this. And players are good. Don't get me wrong, but if they're not playing the formations all along, they might take them timers. If you if you're doing it in a game and you're winning, or you say right, we're playing whoever it is at home today. I in my head are going to play three five two against Lazio. I'm playing three five two today, and this is what I want us to do. And you're practicing it all week, and you play it against Saint Mirren at home or Dundee at home, and then you go to Lazio and you play the same way. You might get a result, but you might get a result. But at least try it. This continue doing the four three trees. I don't know. It's just it's not working. So in terms of first thing, madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different different result. And that's basically exactly, yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll call that question. Do you know else to say, Jenny? No. No, I'm I'm hunky dory. Just thanks right. for having us again, buddy. No bother, bro. Thanks good very talk much to you, Jerry. Thank you, too, Jerry. All the best, guys. Always good to have you on, Terence. It's good to see you're keeping better than that. Big up, Martin and uh, Desert came on as well. Thanks very much for coming on. Everybody that listens back, we hope you enjoyed it. All the guys in the live chat, all the people that listen back to it. Uh, remember on YouTube, if you know how, leave a comment and hit the like button. And if you know how to do it on Spotify, that help us share it on that. Hail, hail, lads. Good night and God bless. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovo podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.